All right. Welcome to Bevon. Uh, I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And I am here at uh, Jay Wakefield Brewing in Miami, Florida for uh, Wakefest. Nice. Oh, oh, you can't hear, oh, you can't hear me. So, yeah, I'm talking, but you can't hear me. So. <laughs> well, the music's like blasting right in my ears. Um, and uh, we're going to have to figure out it. I can, I can barely hear. You've been pouring me drinks. I th- actually think I know what I'm drinking right now, though. I think I I think I ordered beer, ordered a bunch of the, I guess they have a special event going on right now, so... I have about yeah. six tasters in front of me, so I should know what I'm what I'm doing first. Do you have beers over there ready to go? Oh uh, yeah, I got some cans. Yeah. Okay, so I oh, got uh, I, actually actually I'm drinking something that I rarely drink. I'm drinking coffee right now. It's like it's oh, too early. You better, to... you better are you going to drink that coffee or is that for your first pour? No, I'll, I'll put it aside. Yeah, it's my first pour. I'll put it aside though. I'm doing uh, an Equilibrium Brewing IPA. It's an Imperial IPA. Um, I can't see the ABV, but it's called Can It All Be? Can It? Be also simple by equilibrium. They're doing that that event today, so yeah, it, they have a lot of look, guest taps. Look, look, looking at the uh, the drink, uh, the menu. It looks like a lot of the stouts. It's like all the stouts are gone. Yeah. So, are you pouring? Are you popping a beer? Or are you drinking the coffee? Drinking the coffee. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Yeah. Let me, uh, let, oh, prosette with my coffee. I'm, I'm gonna get a can. I'm gonna grab something. So it is about nine twenty over there, and it's about uh, what twelve twenty over here. So even though it's a little early for you to be drinking, it's definitely midday for me to be drinking. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's early here. I'm on their Wi-Fi too. I should have pulled pulled all that music up, but I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah, a, yeah, today should be a bunch of music today, but apparently there'll be <laughs> the no Dio, music. all the Dio catalog. Yeah, like every Dio song should be like. A... Excuse me. Excuse my language. There you I just go. Popped the, I just popped the fruited beer and it went everywhere. Oh, there you go. You better you better, you better speak up. <laughs> I told you I can't. I can't. Like a... <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, man. I'm just drinking. I'm just get through this. It's like so loud. You're telling me you can't hear anything? No, barely. That's awesome. Barely. Like, I can tell you barely. Something. This mic is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's canceling out. Yeah, barely any inconvenience. Yeah, wow, I, I can't hear. I can't hear anything. This is probably the loudest, loudest uh, music you I've need, heard ever. You need a better headset. No, see, this is gonna work. You gotta go. Go. You gotta talk louder. Right now. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's be the shortest show. It's gonna be the shortest show ever. I should hold the. How do I mix my? Let me, how do I mix my microphone? Let me. Let me pause for a second here. Okay. All right. All right. This is a good again going to be one of those iffy shows where I can't hear I can't hear you very well. I've turned on the captions, but it's so loud over here. Just go uh, tell them to turn down the music. Then like like no. <laughs> like you get kicked out. Heck no, because I think like Jay Wakefield, like that's their thing. Like the like the music and the uh like the, the whole fantasy setting. <clears throat> All right, what do we got on this agenda here? Uh, we'll probably have to keep it short, shorter than we normally do. Shorter than the four hours. We probably can only go two hours. Yeah, if you, if even that. Uh, let's just get to Last of Us then. We got Last of Us episode four. All right, all right. Um, I'm about to check out of this this show. You know what? You know, you you bring up a good point. This is another episode that was relatively boring. Yeah, there there's nothing going on. I don't see any clickers. This is uh. I think it's trying to be a slow burn, much like The Outsider, but it's fail. It's starting to fail now. 
Oh yeah, it doesn't have the same uh, the uh, the visual the visualization in the Outsider and the script were better. This is just like The Walking Dead, slower, even a slower version of The Walking Dead. Yeah, this is the the it, you know it's interesting. I can tell you why tell why I'm checking out because as I take my notes, I'm trying to take detailed notes of what's happening, and I they can't even find notes to take because nothing's happening. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in fact, in fact, you're right because my notes are pretty shallow on this on this episode. Yeah, and this is it's called "Please Hold My Hand." Um, is, is that what it's called? I, I see. Please, please hold to my hand. I don't know if that was like a misspelling in the uh, the title. So I don't know if that was a mistake on the uh, sh- on the uh, what is it Showtime or uh, HBO? <clears throat> yeah, HBO because it says "Please hold to my hand." So I'm not even sure what that means. I'm going to go another weird thing. When the episode first came out, it was just called episode four. They didn't actually have a title for it, and I don't know what they must have went back and added a title for it oh, or something. Okay, okay. Um, for some reason, they're releasing the you know episodes normally drop on Sunday. This next episode, okay. maybe they're realizing they're losing momentum because they're releasing it today. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe they're like, "Hey, man, we, we need to start showing some clickers because uh, people are starting to get upset about this, and we better re- release a, a pretty big, amazing episode early so we won't lose people." Exactly, I agree. I, I agree. They need to do something. 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 They need to bring the. the it's a show about the mushroom people, and there's no mushroom people. Yeah. Is there any clickers in this episode? The only clicker I recall is that this is like a hint of it where you see like like the ground move up and oh, down. Oh, yeah. And that's it. I think that's it. Aren't there like big monster clickers? Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. So I think and that's that, is what that, that, that what is. that's supposed to be? Like, is that like the beast clicker? Is that what that's yeah, supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's like the queen or something. <laughs> uh, let's see. She's practicing. So, yeah, let's get to this real quick. She's practicing with the gun. They're getting gas. She has that, that book of puns that, that she keeps on referring to oh, yeah. throughout the episode to try to lighten up the uh, the uh, the seriousness of their. I believe I believe trip. that's in the game too. So. Oh, okay. There you go. The dirty magazine. They've seen that the night in the forest. Like all my again, all my notes are pretty much superficial because it's not. There really isn't anything going on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're gonna get Tommy. There's a coffee. Um, the road's blocked. They have to go around it, and this is where pretty much all the action starts occurring. Uh, there's kind of like a ruse setup where they got a guy's feigning injury in the right. Uh, it's a trap. It's a it's a tarp. It's a tarp. Like it's a trap. Uh, what a tarp. What, what? <laughs> it's a that's a it's a meme. It's a meme uh, from the uh, the uh, was it one of the Star Wars movies? You know, it, it's a trap. Oh, um, that's uh, Admiral the, Akbar. Yeah, you know, Admiral Akbar. That's right. Um, yeah. So the, it's a setup. They they get bombarded by people. They're shooting people, and then. Yeah. Uh, as Joel's about to get choked out, Ellie shoots the kid, and yeah. uh, and then the kid starts begging for his life, and then uh, Joel ends him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at, at, at this point of the movie, I'm actually thinking that Ellie's more of like the like the actual like cool character because like Joel's kind of like a yeah, I guess he's kind of a bitch, you know. And Ellie's actually like she's like I don't like I'm gonna do it. I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, he's kind of he, and he's reluctant to to hurt anyone. He's reluctant to you know. Yeah, yeah. He confesses he doesn't like it, and he is not used to it, and and you shouldn't have to get used to it. Exactly. Whatever, whatever, like whatever. Like I just want to blow people away. Uh, let's see. So then they have that shootout, and then like yeah, Joel kills the guy, and so there's a new plan yeah. where they're just gonna go hide out in the building. Yeah, which I'm not and, even sure why they even do that. Meanwhile, this group, this militant group, is looking for this guy named Henry and his brother. I think. 
Yeah, this is a weird thing because there's characters are introduced. There's a Kathleen character who I assume is the leader in this town, Kansas City. There's a doctor she's talking to, and you have no idea who these people are. It's almost like you need to play the video game because I have no <laughs> idea who these people are. And they're talking about Henry, and you're like, who's this guy? Like, who's this person? You don't even know? I don't know. Yeah, it is a lot of stuff, backstory stuff going on that we don't have access to. So yeah, we have no it, idea what's yeah. going on in this. Yeah, it's definitely confusing. Um, so the leader, who I believe is a girl from uh, Two and a Half Men, if I'm not mistaken, oh, I didn't even it's like know. Charlie's uh, obsessed uh, neighbor or something like that. Hmm. I think so. Yeah, I don't even um, recognize him. And they were giving her a lot of flack for the casting in this role. Did you read, did you read that? No, I did not. No. Uh, let's see. So they're looking for Joel. Meanwhile, we have that that uh, foreshadowing or that preview of something in the ground. It's the ground starting yeah. to collapse. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we see. Uh, maybe it's a fungal mass, or maybe it's one of those beast clickers. I don't know what's going on. I here. think it's a beast. I think it's like a like a larger one. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Joel's teaching Ellie how to use the gun. Um, well, she already knows how to use it, which is obvious in that one scene where she's loading, she's loading, or she, you know, she ejects the magazine. She knows about guns. And so, and that's clearly made obvious early on. And then, of course, she, she clarifies, she, uh, she says, yeah, I, it's not my first time I've actually taken somebody out. Yeah. And then, but she won't explain what she did. Did she kill yeah, her yeah. parents? Is that probably what happens? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. That I can't remember. Maybe because she's, she doesn't want to talk about it. So it's something close, like near. Oh, she might have put them down. Like they might have been infected or something. Maybe, maybe. Because uh, you know, I, I, it's not like I played the video game. Oh wait a second, I did play the video game. <laughs> no idea what happened in that game. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, they get into the building. They climb and they climb in the building. They're hiding out in there, and they go to sleep. And then when they wake up, the, I guess the Henry and the brother have the gun. They're on them with the gun. Yeah, they're just, they're just a couple of kids. It's like it's like, huh? Like they're making it seem like the I maybe they're not like in, maybe they're like Ellie. I can't remember from the game. Like you said, I. I watched the game a long time ago, so I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a short episode. Nothing happens. I'm I'm almost checking out. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably going to give it one more, uh, probably one more episode. If nothing happens, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, sure, I mean, sure. you're right. I mean, there's not much happens in, in the episode. Uh, I feel like this is one of those things where I have no idea who the characters are. I have no idea what's going on. So it's just like, you know, there's no real action. I get, well, there is a one little shootout that they have, but that's about it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, let me see if I can put some music. I mean, maybe so I can do some music here. Oh, I think they play some. What do they play? They play Hank Williams in this one, I think. Hank Williams. And then at the end, they play that. It's a cover of that New Order song. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Huh. Yeah, isn't it? I used to think that the day would never come. Really? Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, a, like you know, how the, you like that. You like when they do that, where they take the songs and they slow them down yeah, yeah, yeah. and the acoustic, oh, yeah. acoustic version of them. I didn't yeah, even notice that. Yeah, no, I that's oh, right you know what happens? Like, I think I think when I'm watching it, like it, like it, it wants to go to the next episode or something, so it never like shows the ending of it. Like I, I think it faded uh, away before the song came out. Let me see if I can put some music on here. I'm on. I'm on. The, I'm done. They're graciously giving their Wi-Fi password, so maybe I can. Uh, maybe I can uh, play some of the music here if I can find it. What is the Hank Williams? The Hank Williams song is the Hank Williams is really good. It's like depressing. I basically added every Dio song. That's the problem, though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize the. You know, we were going to talk about the um, the. Uh, oh, here's here's the. Uh, I'm going to play first the um, New Order cover version. Hmm. Huh. 
know if you can hear that. Can you hear it? You know the song, right? Oh, yeah. I, I just didn't even notice it. Yeah, it's playing at the very end. Well, I didn't even notice it. I mean, bear in mind, though, I'm also not a big order fan. So it's not like it, I would, you know, I wouldn't remember it. I'm not like Joy Division, where I was more of a Joy Division fan. Yeah. And then the other song you're talking about, it's called Alone and Forsaken. Is yeah, that? that is correct. Which I've never heard of. Do you know the song? Yeah. Well, Hank Williams is weird because yeah, it's very depressing. There's a reason why he did heroin. <laughs> heroin? Yeah. You know, he was a heroin addict. Oh, yeah. I just know Hank Williams Jr. No, no. I, I, yeah, I'm not a, I, don't, I don't care for him. It's no, no. The father was like the, he was like the rock and roll guy before the rock and roll. Yeah, I only know Junior from uh, and from our grandmother, really. I think, right? Wasn't she a big fan of the Junior or the or the, no, yeah. the father, the father? Oh, yeah. okay. And then, uh, then Junior did the uh, the Monday Night, Night Football, Football theme for oh, a yeah. while, right? Absolutely, yeah. And then I think they canceled him because of something. <laughs> they canceled, they did something. They pulled. They pulled it, and they did like a like a Carrie Underwood, or I think oh, it's like gosh. a country singer, female country singer, was did the song, or Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't even think Monday Night Football exists anymore, does it? It does. They got Thursday, Monday. I think yeah, Monday, Thursday. Oh, Thursday Night on. Football? Yeah. Uh, it's on Prime. Like, Prime has it, I think. You talk about this Dio. Uh, we, we could talk about the novel and the doc because they're pretty much the same. And the, I think the, the autobiography probably goes into it a little bit in more detail than the, than the, than the movie. You saw, you, saw, oh. you finished the movie up? Yeah, yeah, I did. The, the difference is Dio was writing a book about his, the whole, you know, every album he was doing, and it's him telling the story. The The documentary is told from, like, the narrator, that one dude, and then it has, like, the videos, and it has, like, a lot of, like, footage and stuff like that, so that's a big difference, and it's, it, whereas the Dio's writing the book, and it's him writing it, and it's, every once in a while, Wendy will pop up and say something, but it's 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 from a different perspective. Yeah, but but they, but they try to piece together similar events in like the chronology of his life, yeah. like the the childhood stuff with the grandma and the uh, I, and I always thought that the the horn devil thing was uh, was the I love you. No, was it? I thought it was like the uh, like a, a an adaptation of the, the the sign language for I love you. No, 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 no. It's, it was the uh, the warding off of the the spirit. <laughs> the Malo- it was the Maloika. Maloika. The Maloika. <laughs> they refer to yeah, it as two makes, different names. Yeah, that makes One sense. In the in the book in the uh, doc, they refer in two different uh, ways. Now, I'll say this much: I, I I appreciate both of them just to learn more about Dio, but I I didn't think I enjoyed either one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it, I, I, I stuff that I had forgot because you know, and I mean, obviously we're probably reading about this back in the day. Like you know, hearing about it, like that's as it's going on. But it's just interesting. It's just it's it's interesting to re reread it, and the stuff I forgot about how much like Richie Blackmore was like an a hole and stuff like that. I mean, you know, they all got like all the leaders of the bands get like that. But like how he had left Deep Purple and then he wanted to form his own band, and you know, it's you know, it's all those little weird uh, rock star. Uh, uh, what do you call yeah. it? Ego ego type things. Oh yeah, uh, Richie Blackmore was like a control freak, uh, like an in, like uh, hardcore introvert. Um, didn't really w- interact with anyone during that whole time, and uh, and then fired people for no reason. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because he takes when he leaves Deep Purple and he just takes Alf. He takes the majority. 
takes actually takes like the almost the, the entirety of Alf, except for the guitar player, of course, because he's the guitar player. It's so like we don't need you. And then uh and, and then he gets rid of them. Like then all of a sudden they start like disappearing, the members of Alf. And then it's this deal, and then you know he's gonna be next. So yeah. And it up and, and it's funny because then it's kind of similar with the Sabbath, where like they bring him in and then uh and yeah. then you know, obviously they're it they just he's just a tool. He's just like a he's just like a like uh hey, we need you, but we don't really need you. Yeah, the, the shocking thing about the oh oh some of the so, so some of the differences between the book and like the um, the the bio or the movie, like the the Bill Ward thing. I I didn't expect Bill Ward to be in the in the documentary because you know he had a he had a pretty big falling out of, with the Black Sabbath when he left, and then, but the weird thing about that is in the book it explains it a little bit differently where it talks mm-hmm. about like how I don't know he had like a he had like a he saw Linda Blair. At a at a show or something because she was going out with one of the oh, members yeah. of Molly Hatchet, and he said something to her, but I, I want to know what he said to her. They don't say. This is very vulgar. Yeah, yeah, very vulgar yeah. though. It was a joke, so he must have must have something to do, like with the Exorcist, you know, like, uh, <laughs> probably even like 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 oh like yo you know you're having sex with the with the girl from you know probably something like that along the lines of that because she was still young, probably 20, 21 or twenty two at the time. See, I want to I want to let's see now I want to hypothesize what the joke is, but exactly. it's inappropriate. So I don't know if I can it, say it. It had to be it had but, because they said nobody laughed and like yeah, and, then, but, and then he was gone and then he. Laughed it has to do with either the the pea soup vomiting or, or perhaps like maybe her. Head spin- or maybe that too. Yeah, there's, there's, there's or her, maybe her things. head spinning had to do with like performing a, an act, maybe. <laughs> or it could have been like an age thing. Like I think it's obviously because because Molly Hatchet I think was rather relatively older band at the time, and she was relatively young, so it might have been like an age thing. Like maybe there, uh, he was just goofing on him, you know. I, I'm gonna go to my next beer, um, and I just saw the uh, the owner a few minutes ago. Oh, this yeah. is uh, Dimensional Stability, which I might have had already from uh, Vitamin C Brewing. Uh, oh, it's yeah. an Imperial Stout. It's a 12% uh, ABV. Um, the uh, the the owner Dino, I just saw him a little while ago. I'm the, uh, he's the one I've been handing him for an interview. So he saw me. He's yeah. like, "Oh man, there's uh, there's oh, uh, Leonard." Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute! They, wait a minute! They actually did have a stout on the uh, on the. Yeah, I don't know if you look. Yeah, no, I got two stats here. There are plenty of stats. Oh, on, the, menu. on the on the picture you sent me, it looks like they have blue check marks to like knock off. The, no, 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 no. The blue check marks are is what I'm ordering. What I order. Oh, so I'm the opposite. They actually have all the stouts. I'm yeah. I, I was the opposite. I, I I thought it was saying that we don't have these anymore. Oh no no no! That all that stuff just it just re because re- don't worry that events happening now. So they yeah, have all. We, they have like oh, some pre pre wake fest uh, no, jams. Okay, I was backwards, so I was backwards. Yeah, no, no. So I'm gonna do this one here, and of course, you got all the good ones. <clears throat> of course, whatever whatever they the vitamin C does, I, I always enjoy. I yeah, think yeah. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of theirs. I'm gonna grab <laughs> something too then. Oh, should I gotta wait for you or no? Oh uh, yeah, let me go. I'll, 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 I'll I'll grab this stuff. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> like, like, don't yell at me! Like, like don't five, yell at me! <laughs> you got five tasters over here ready to go. They're gonna get light struck about doors. <laughs> Don't yell at me. Yeah, I, I think I turned it down a little bit, maybe, or maybe you're awake. You're starting the coffee's hitting you, and you're awake. It's so it's it's nine. Oh, it's nine thirty over there, so you're still uh, half asleep. Wow, 
All right. Yeah, I got the. Uh, I got the. I don't know if you know. You probably don't even know what I have, right? I think. I think your. Yeah, kids I told the. the I told the kids what to get you at. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I curated. Yeah. I curated your pores. Yeah, I got the Bottle Logic uh, Stout. It's. Uh, oh yeah, that's the smoothie smoothie uh, Berliner Weiss, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, this is actually the Imperial Stout from. Uh, from oh, oh, they got you two. They got you two beers from. Uh, yeah, Bottle yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? This is a collaboration with the, I think it's a Greek brewery or something. It's got like pistachios in it. Okay. Did you pour it already or uh, did you share yeah, it? Called, yeah, I got it. Okay, here we go. All right, cheers. It is pistachio. Yeah, vitamin C never disappoints. So it got overcast. That's good because it was the sun was like beaming down. It's 80, supposed to be 80 degrees uh, today. Really? Miami. Yeah. <laughs> But this it's is called like modern, this is, go ahead. Oh, this one's called modern mythology, by the way. Modern mythology? That is correct. Okay, see, I can't hear you, sort of. Uh so the so the book, the book and the movie both kind of start out. Well, and one thing I do like about the doc is they do all the interviews with like uh like uh Jack Black and uh Geezer Butler and uh Tony Iommi, Sebastian uh, Bach and Lita Ford. I mean, yeah. Docking. The docking one was funny because I didn't realize that dude was that, that intimidated by Dio back in the day. I th- you know, I, I, I thought docking was actually pretty big at the time, but apparently they weren't that big. They opened for uh, Dio at one or Dio or Sabbath? Yeah, I saw them. I think I saw them with Dio. So, okay. Gosh, I can't even remember who I, who I, who I saw. I don't even, you know, I think that they probably did because I, I think I only remember the lineup for Maiden. I don't even remember who played with Dio. I think it was docking though. So let me get back on my notes. I'm using my phone for my notes, like you yeah. are using. I like have my iPad, but I didn't. Uh, I don't have it out. Oh. Um, so they start talking about uh, his childhood, uh, and what is his what is his real name? The the dad was Padavana, and then they changed it. They, they moved around some of the vowels for some reason. Is it Padavona? Is that what it wound up being? Yeah, yeah. Padavona. And and then of course when he started uh, becoming a musician, he realized he needed a new name. And so he chose a mafioso's. Last oh yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Which, which actually play in the book. I think it play, it actually talked about it more in the book how it plays out more. How he <laughs> says he's re, he says he's like related to them. And then I think ultimately in the end of the book, it even talks about how the other guy like, oh yeah, you're getting some free stuff here because you're you're you know you're related to him. And you're he's connected. <laughs> you're, con- you're you're connected. So he so he at one point so he takes the name uh, Johnny Dio, uh, the last name from the mafioso guy, yeah. and that's where he gets Ronnie James Dio. And then you're right. The recurring theme in the book is like, uh, you know, he says, uh, you know, that's my uncle. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point when he's playing in the like the summer club, they they vet that they try to vet that if it's true or not. Mm. And so he so the owner says, oh, yeah, those guys are going to come down and, and like they want to see you perform. Yeah, they want to see you like they want to like it. <laughs> and so he's scared assless because he thinks that they're going to come in like uh, whack him for uh, for feigning. Uh, a connection pretending yeah yeah because you know that's a bad thing to do you know you cannot you, you can't claim something that you're not but then you're right ultimately he get, get some free food like uh like a private yeah, i don't room. even think they care because even he jokes at the end going like i wanted to meet him so i could find maybe he would just tell him the story like yes yeah, like you know i'm you know like i use the name and they probably would get laugh about it now you know in the well, now that he's older i think he makes an apology like in the book in italian right i think like in italian yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah he, you're right he does say something in italian like, I'm sorry, like, uh, but it's like an Italian challenge. So he grows up in an Italian household with a dad who's pretty strict. Uh, he didn't say much about his mom. 
but uh he, really he, the, but yeah he does he does say that she was you know strict it's more it's actually yeah you know it's more about the the father would whack him or whack him around if he didn't like you know obey so it's a relatively strict catholic uh family and then the grandmother of course obviously had like an older like uh uh, way with her with this, you know, we with the sign with the uh, with the, the horns, <laughs> the Malloy, the Malloy, the, the, horn, the horn devil, we just call it devil horns. Um, and then, um, so the so I guess Dia was a was a big baseball player when he was a kid, or at least enjoyed playing it, and it sounded like he, he was pretty good at it. Um, is that what the, yeah, is that, is that from, that's from the book, right? Not from the, yeah, I don't think they show that in the uh, yeah, and then the so the dad basically says, Hey, you're you're old enough now, you need to choose an instrument. And uh, and Dio just chooses something randomly because he wants to go play baseball and he chooses yeah. the trumpet, which is weird if you really think about it. Like it's, I mean, I guess at the time he's still young, so he doesn't know like what's going to be cool later on in life. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, is the trumpet really cool? I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe yeah, of course you could like. I think even a saxophone would be even more cooler. It, but it's yeah, it's not like, it's, cool. It's not cool, but isn't it? I, and then and I don't want the trumpet players to get mad at me, but it probably one of the easier instruments to play. I think because there's oh, only like four or five buttons. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure. Well, that's like a bass, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess. Still, so. Yeah, but the bass has all sorts. Has a, the net, the fretboard. I'm sure. I'm sure that you can get the different sounds out of the way you like control it. Yeah. So, so the dad starts making him practice like like four or five. Like baseball's gone now because it's replaced with the practicing the trumpet for like four or five hours a day, which and, is kind of weird. Which is kind of weird too, because like, I would you would think you want your kid to play sports too, though. You know, be athletic. Yeah, but maybe maybe he sees that. Uh, Dia's oh, kind of vertically good. challenged, and he can like he's oh, not going to be he wouldn't be able to compete. Oh, you mean height wise? Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his short stature. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he like realized that yeah, you're not going to really be able to play sports. Yeah, uh, maybe you need to be and, an artist, an artiste. <laughs> and apparently, he becomes pretty good at it because he starts uh, being. They start entering him in competitions, and he's and he's doing well. Yeah. And well, well, uh, the, the, you know, the, there's a funny joke at the beginning of the movie too. Also, it's cool that Wendy pulls out the trumpet. She still has the uh, his original trumpet. Yeah, uh, but but they also they show like a quick blurb and it has like deal about to play the piano, and then he's all he's like, oh, I'm just I'm just kidding. Let's go up to the bar because he goes, I can't play the piano. But we we know that he, that deal plays a lot of instruments. We know he yeah. can pretty much play everything, especially which is we see that later on when he does the uh, the the one song from Angry Machines that you played. The um, what's the one song called? This the, is uh, your life. This is your life when he's playing the piano. So you know he can play piano. Yeah, and that rapidly has become one of my favorite Dio songs. Just from this, from the, I had never heard it before. I've I didn't do any. Yeah. I didn't do any albums really after probably. Uh, you sound I'm like really, Vinny Appice. You sound like we were like I don't know if you seen that one the one part where Vinny Appice talks about the last. He goes like we had the the two albums. We had the you know the last line, Holy Diver, Last of Lying, and then we had the Sacred Heart. Then we had the uh, the and then he then he starts to like his memory starts to fade. Yeah, and I think we had Dream Evil, and then he doesn't know anything about the other. <laughs> He's like I don't know what came after that. Yeah, I started my knowledge of Dia drops off probably last of line. Like I know really well. Then after that, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's well, drops off. that's you know, that's I mean, sure it's gonna be arguably, you know, arguably that to me, that's his last great album. And then, and then you get to the uh, like I said, Sacred Heart and the uh, Dream Evil, which I like. I like those. I think to me, those are good albums. And then it just falls off completely because that's that's when they talk about this in the, in the in the documentary where that's where that's where the, the music starts to change where grunge takes over and yeah know, and 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 it's kind of, they do make that funny joke where it talks about like hair metal basically destroyed like heavy metal so I thought that was kind of yeah. funny and, and you realize that there's certain bands that have longevity and not to knock yeah. Dio because Dio was always talking about in the in the book and in the documentary that he stays true to his voice and oh, he's true, not going to change no matter what. Although although it is kind of weird because you listen to those albums like the Angry Machines and the uh, the Chasing the Dragon, 
they, they, he, he's definitely trying to trying to do something different in there because even the vocals, really? like voice modulation, yeah, you listen to it, really? it's, it the, the guitars sound different, the basses, it got, it's even got like a more like funky, like doom, 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 huh. and it's like, wait a minute, it's deal starting to change. And it wasn't until 2000 when he went back to, to Magica, the album Magica, and then then he starts to, then all of a sudden he's realizing that heavy metal is making a comeback again. Like, oh, wow. wait a minute, now I can go back and you know do my old stuff. And then Magica actually sounds like a throwback to his uh, earlier stuff. Yeah, I would say, and again, I didn't do a deep dive on these albums by no yeah, by yeah. no means. I probably ran through them maybe one or two times. Okay. Uh, but what I thought was he kind of fell into that John Williams syndrome, where like you start they start ripping your own stuff off. And it's oh, like absolutely, absolutely. The one that was it, um, the chasing the dragon. Man, that, there's I swear there's riffs and they're just they're just literally from from Black Sabbath. And like he's like, wait a minute, he's just using the old riffs again. The the thing about the thing about those like chasing the dragon and the uh, the the um, the other album that comes after, the they just there's no they're not hooky, you know. One of Dio's greatest assets, besides obviously his voice is his greatest asset, but he also had incredibly hooky songs. You know that that beat would just they would just get you to you know you start listening to it over and over. And those albums that came after uh, Dream Evil, they just they just lost that. It was like yeah, the the, the hook is gone. Now we're doing that. Like like the child has grown. <laughs> the child has grown. The dream is gone, and they got that funky beat, that grungy type, like a Red Hot Chili Pepper type of beat going in the song, and it's like it's just not Dio's thing. Okay, I'm gonna go on to my next pour. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing the collab. It's called Four Fours. Uh, I think it was an IPA, but it's a sour ale. Four Fours with Four Sons or Three Sons? Not three no, sons, the Four Fours that. is with the collab with the other half. Uh, with with the Ooh. when I sent you the picture of the the advert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a sour ale, eight point five. I'm not sure if there's any adjuncts in this. It just says sour ale, so oh, okay. I'm trying to figure out what the adjuncts in this are. Got to have adjuncts. Well, I mean, think about it. even fruit itself is an adjunct. So, all right, here we go. Cheers, Rosa. Oh yeah, that's good. That's so, good. Now, so, so now that you're checking these off, you're not going to have these tomorrow, right? These are going to be like uh, no. off the no. Okay. But this has like a tangerine taste. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick up two four packs or just a four pack, though. That was a dime pack, so I, I would have picked up two of them. Like two. I would have picked two if there was a, if there were an iPad. But those are big uh, breweries. Isn't that the other half? You said other half and uh, equilibrium. Am I really going to drink? Uh, I'm really going to drink eight. Well, I'll probably kick down maybe one. Maybe, maybe one. You might get one. <laughs> you can throw me a couple of them. Like, what two? Uh, um, so, yeah, so the so Dio starts becoming a prominent uh, trumpeteer and then starts obviously moving on to different bands. Uh, yeah. I had no idea about like the Ronnie and the Prophets. You didn't and... hear all that stuff? It, it, well, you know what? I, you know, honestly, I had never heard it like because, you know, you don't, we didn't have the Internet back then. So it's harder to get stuff. You know, nowadays, though, it's all available on YouTube so you can listen to it. And, uh -huh. and again, it's it's more of a novelty because you want to hear like his beginning. It's not, yeah. not going to blow you away. It's not like the be all end all. But the, all it shows you that is you can sing back in the day. You know? Yeah. And then they tell you that they're they're based on like the 50s. It's based oh, all yeah, based absolutely. on like 50s music. And yeah, it's like it's, rock it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's Ronnie Dio and the Red Caps and then uh, Ronnie yeah. Dio and the Prophets. Mm -hmm. And you know, you obviously, you know what? Uh, I'm sure this came up into your mind as you're watching the doc. Uh, it definitely gives some spinal tap. It definitely gives some spinal tap uh, parallels. It's, like, oh, it's yeah. like give me, it's like give me some money and like. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because later on he would actually talk about that. Like we had all the guys down, including Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, that's funny. Uh, so you, you, it actually reinforces how brilliant Spinal Tap is because it actually doesn't. It actually doesn't. 
it doesn't stray away from what really happens in some of these bands, especially like the revolving oh, yeah. door of the musicians. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. The drummer joke is it's literally it's it's real. Like the drummer, the drummer joke is real. And even like yeah. the band. <laughs> or or like when Nigel and David break up, like like we shan't play again. That's like yeah. that's like Richie and Dio and exactly. Like, uh... <laughs> well, no, 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 no. No, no. That's like no, not not Richie. That's like uh like the Black Sabbath, the actual that's like that's oh. uh, um like Tony uh, Bill, and Geezer. Tony, Tony Geezer and Dio for reforming to make heaven and hell so it literally is like that like we, we shan't play it together again <laughs> and they're doing like the thing like like yeah. uh, like the like geezers like telling him to come on stage like <laughs> oh yeah so, you, so i guess it, it really kind of reinforces oh, how yeah. brilliant spine yeah. out tap is because of uh how closely it resembles what actually happens in the music industry yeah it, you know what that, that that's the interesting thing about this because um you find you see how easy these guys, they join the band, they, then they leave the band, and they form another band. Yeah. As a, as a kid, though, I remember going through this. We don't, we're not really thinking about that. Like, why, why, why did uh, Deanna leave Iron Maiden? Why is Bruce Dickinson in Iron Maiden? You know, why did uh, Ian uh, Gillian you know, leave uh, Deep Purple? You know. So then we formed, like, we formed the originals, but then, like, we then they changed their name, and then we changed oh, to yeah. the regulars, and then we were going to do the new originals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pretty funny. I, I I kept on thinking about Spinal Tap throughout oh, yeah. the, the doc and how 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 more poignant and funny it is. Oh yeah, there's because, a lot of uh, there's a lot of reality to the to the parody. Yeah. So uh, so Dio's been singing forever, man. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I but, didn't realize. But also bear in mind though, he didn't initially like you say he's a trumpet player, and then he was a bass player. Which is really cool in the video because in the video they show him playing the bass. And I thought I, I don't think I had ever seen that before prior. So that's cool seeing him play the bass. And then he starts to sing, and then he's now yeah. singing with the bass. And really, he started singing because no one else wanted to sing. Nobody else I mean, could. Yeah, like they, they all tried choice. it and they couldn't sing. So it was like, okay, you're the last guy. You're the last in line. So let's let's try you. <laughs> well, but then they were saying. Then he was saying that he he hadn't realized that all his years playing trumpet actually prepared him to be a singer. His classical, uh, his classical upbringing. Now, see, yeah. here's a weird thing. Here's a weird thing that I think he never talks about any vocal training. He just says classical training. Now, is vocal a part of that? I mean, see, that's it. You know. So yeah, I was a little I confused think, about that. I, I just think classical music because they're always because I guess he's always talking about looking for. And Richie was the same way when they joined. They wanted people that just they didn't pick up the guitar and started self teach self taught. They wanted guys who actually studied, you know, classical guitar playing or classical music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, when yeah, they're, yeah. and when they're auditioning the guys, they're like, hey, like, Bach, like, again, Spinal Tap. Like, do you know Bach? Like, do you know Bach? Can you play some Bach? Oh, yeah. Can you play some Bach? <laughs> and then, obviously, the ones who've had the, the, the formal training obviously wind up being more, uh, more robust uh, musicians. Yeah. that lend itself yeah. and that, yeah. i think that's isn't that what the, isn't that what uh with uh richie was trying to do he was trying to bridge they talk about like when he and ronnie were uh were making writing songs they're trying to do like a like like a rock plus like a classical they're trying yeah, to bridge yeah. those well, two genres but, together but it's, it's so weird though because richie actually jumps the shark he leaves deep purple because he's he's not he's starting to lose interest in that whole jazzy the jazzy sound that, that deep purple has and he's like, oh, I want to do a more classic, classical rock fantasy and that. And then he tells, and then he's like, you know what? I'm, I, I want to do like a pop song. And that's when, you know, it's like, it's like, wait a minute, what just happened here? You, you told me you didn't want to do pop music and like, you know, and love songs. Right. And then of course, you know, Deal leaves and he does, and then he forms. And then with the, uh, with his band, um, 
rainbow, they they wind up getting bigger after with that with that other guy, the other singer that comes in that since you've been gone, which I hated that song. Which I realized that's the I, I remember I remember when that album came out and I was listening to it and going, Oh my god, this this song is like the worst song I've ever heard in my life. It's like it hasn't been do a rainbow. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. And I think it's part of like Richie Blackmore's ego, perhaps, where yeah. Yeah, you know, and maybe been, and maybe he wanted a hit now. Like, oh, now you got to now I need to show Ronnie up now. And well, now and, and, and Deep Purple. And so Deep it's Purple, always yeah. it's always like I want to be bigger and better, and ultimately I have to sacrifice like kind of the artistic integrity yeah. and go yeah, yeah. mainstream. And yeah. that's something Dio said. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna but, do but, that. But but it's so weird because he you're right. He he really jumped the shark because I, I, you listen listen to that song. I'm like, wait a minute, did Richie Blackmore leave the band? Did he leave like a uh, rainbow? Because that does not sound like a Richie Blackmore song. I don't even think right. I don't even hear his guitar. I barely hear his guitar. I mean, I'm sure it's in there, but it's like it's right. not a song that I would I, would, I think, oh, that's a Richie Blackmore. It's more like the singer, like the singer doing like the since you've been gone. It sounds like a car song. Um, so it's good. So then I start talking about the 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 his one of his first bands uh that got some ex- success that originally called the Elves. Oh yeah. Uh they have to they have to change the name because the elves the, was oh no the electric elves they were called the electric elves and it was reminiscent of like like santa's workshop i guess they were saying no and, they said when and, they would show up with the with the thing the electric elves they were like they thought they were like a company like oh you guys are like oh you guys are oh yeah yeah f- yeah yeah like electricians yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they also made, made the analogy to santa's elves and oh and, yeah, yeah and we want to be like the like the legolas elf not like the santa's elves oh so. yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, and, and bear in mind that they were, and they, I think they, they make several jokes that they were pretty small dudes that the guys yeah. in the band especially feel small. So, yeah. So when they first auditioned for uh, for the record company, and so it happens that two of the members of Deep Purple were in there. Oh yeah. Um, they, when the, the guy was saying from Deep Purple, when they came out, we thought it was like a like a like when these midgets like inter- yeah like yeah, yeah the other ones that goof on them. Yeah, they goof on them. They literally goof on them. Yeah. They thought it was like a like a circus act or something like that. But then, of course, obviously, once they heard them play, they were like, oh, yeah, they're legit. And so they wound up getting signed not only by Deep Purple's new label in Europe, they got they got signed by an American uh, uh, an American label as well. And that was actually Ian Gillen that was uh, that uh, that picked them. It was Ian and the, the Roger. I'm not sure if it's a singer or the not the singer, the bass player, I think. So they were the ones that were there for the Deep Purple produ- production to check out Alf to see see what see how what they how they were. So I I, I, was, I was hoping they would have got Ian Gillen to do uh, to do a little uh, thing. Talk. Now, I think I, so that would have been cool. Now, oddly enough, uh, I I the only the first two Alf albums are on uh, Amazon. Right, Music. that is correct. Yeah. Why is it? Why can't I? Is it was the third one on Spotify or now? No, it's not. You have to get that on the. Uh, on YouTube, it's on the entire. It's on YouTube in its entirety. But you know, it's like a, the weird thing about Alf is, really, the first album is the one that only, is really only the one that matters, in my opinion. You know, Dio. I'm sure Dio. I think he says that he, he prefers some of the. I think probably the last one, but to me, the first one is the best one because in the book, I don't know if you remember this. Like the old, the one song Alf song he talks about the most is uh, Nevermore. He gets like a yeah. whole like paragraph how like oh this is like ah oh, it's not Stairway to Heaven but it's like close like you know to us to me it's my Stairway to Heaven. Well, I'll tell you one thing, you know, and when you listen to the first two albums, it's basically like, and you can probably correct me on this because I'm going to, I'm going to reference one of your favorite musicians. Okay. It's kind of like Elton John piano rock. Um, Is that a fair, I uh, think that's a fair, is that a fair um, statement? 
I don't know. I don't know if I would say Elton John because it's more of that jazz fusion or blue. The blue is jazz. I mean, blue. It's more it's like, like heavy piano stuff. though. It's like ding 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 ding. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like Saturday bluesy. nights all right for fighting or I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I don't I don't think it's as poppy as Elton stuff was. It's more like the bluesy stuff that you go okay. to like a like a bar back in the, the day and it got that dim dim bam. You know, it's and not really which is not my real forte, my thing either. So that's why I say like there's only a few songs that stand out from that whole era. Like, you know, the whole elf thing. And it's really like I think the first the album, the first album has like two two good songs on there. And then everything else is kind of like, yeah, kind of meh. Yeah, and 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 obviously the one song that he referenced to references is it's it's where you first you first start seeing glimpses of Dio. What's going to happen in, in oh yeah years absolutely. on down the line? Yeah, ne- yeah, Nevermore is literally that the precursor to what Dio will become, and it's it's like an odd man out song. Cause it, yeah, it's different from the rest of that whole that. Doom, doom, it's that doom, 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 doom. you just got that 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 you know that deep that fantasy type uh, thing to it. Yeah, you're and it's it's just you're right. It's like an odd duck in the album because everything's so. Yeah. And this one has piano in it too, but it, oh, yeah, the other yeah. one's like heavy, jazzy. Yeah, I, I would say poppy, rocky piano. Even though you're disagreeing with that, and then you hear Nevermore, and it's like, wait a second, that's the Dio that's going to come exactly to in, oh, in yeah. years, in a few years. Because yeah, even it's, vocally, it, it, it has like song. that shift, like dun dun, yeah. his voice, like, dun 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 dun, and then it's like, starts, you know, his, the, his voice raises. Yeah, no doubt. It is a, is a very good song. Uh, and then the so the, the so I didn't I didn't even get a chance to listen to the third album. Did you listen to the third third album? Yeah, on YouTube actually just recently that, that that was a more recent one for me when I was going through like uh like deal stuff like a while back. I think and me and Mark were kind of talking about it. So then I pulled it up to listen to because it it, I was I was going through the whole like his precursor and then the Alf stuff. And and how is that rate against the other two? Uh, no, albums? the first one's if the first one is in my opinion the best, and he, I, I think Dio says that he likes the third one the best, but I, I, to me it's just kind of like a throwaway. Uh, so and so they're uh, opening for Deep Purple um, worldwide, and uh, Richie, you know, you mentioned before, Richie is getting tired of Deep Purple. Richie's like, I guess Richie's like an odd duck, and he wants to kind of do his own thing, and oh, he yeah. wants a he wants a headline. He wants he wants. He wants to create that magnus opus that uh, of music as we always talk about and deep purple wants to head into like a funk direction and richie yeah. doesn't want yeah. that yeah and, which is kind of which is kind of weird because and also also the book's actually a little bit different too because richie blackmore does not like uh what's his face the the white snake guy what's his name um i can't remember he's like, like too, he's many, saying, too many names too yeah, many names yeah, a lot too of rock names. stars but it's it's the white yeah. snake guy the main guy from white who, who would later go on to make a, is it cloverdale or cloverdale the uh, uh, clever dude who would later go on to do White Snake, um, he became the singer, the third singer of the band. He didn't apparently he didn't like him. He's like, eh, I don't like the way he sounds. I'm out of here. So, uh, so Ruchi is talking to to Dio, and then uh, and says, "Hey, I want to do a pro- let, let's do some work together." And I think they've been kind of jamming and, and writing a little bit. Right. And then uh, Dio feels guilty about leaving the other guys and Elf behind. And Richie's like, yeah, we'll like, just bring them, like, <laughs> just bring them along for the ride. Yeah, just bring them along. I don't have anybody else. Like, I mean, we don't have any, we, don't, we, need, we need a bass player. We need a drummer. Yeah. So, so then Rainbow, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's his yeah, form. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Richard, Richard, Richie Blackmore and all of Elf minus the guitarist, I think. Right, exactly. We don't need the guitar player. Uh, and then they cut the first album, uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Yeah. Um, and you know, Richie Richie Blackmore's a great guitarist. I mean, I don't think anyone can. Uh, oh, yeah. oh no, that. he is. Yeah, he is. 
and his he, he's present he, he is present he's overly present on every track on that first album oh yeah and then of course i mean obviously we know the i i think i know probably the first cut more than any of the other cuts the uh, man of the silver mountain which, which is which is arguably because i can't pull back the clock and look back but i believe the man of silver mountain was my first time ever hearing dio i believe that was the first if i if you know if i when i think back to back because the man of silver mountain was played on the radio a lot so you know before black sabbath stuff it came out so that's got to be the first time i had heard dio yeah, I mean, it's a great song. It still holds up. It's probably one of the oh, classic yeah, rock, probably 100 classic rock songs of all time, I probably absolutely. or metal songs of all time, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Great success. They follow that up. What's the second album? Uh, my personal uh, favorite uh, all three. Rainbow Rising, Rising Rainbow? Rainbow, Rainbow Rising? Rising. Yeah. And what are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that album? Oh, uh, hands down, one of my favorite albums of all time. It's just really, uh, you know, and, and arguably the greatest cover of all time for me personally i love that cover with the hand rising out of the ocean it's pulling the rainbow down in the ocean hands down one of my favorite covers of all time and what, what is on the stargazer is that was that the uh yeah the stargazer on this album yeah and that's a i you know and i always thought that song was a little overrated i know that's kind oh, of no, like it's, the, it's it, yeah <laughs> that, that's his that's his that's his magnum magnus opus it's like how do you say you mean ra- rainbow it's not dio's magnus opus rainbow's magnus opus, no but it's right? yeah but it's like if you were to pull out like if you would I mean, we think we had this thing we're talking about the best dio songs of all time stargaze is like the, like the best of all time like, really oh yeah i don't know it, it's mm-hmm. good i mean don't get me wrong i mean i think it's grown on me yeah. i wouldn't say this is the best dio song and then it also leads into like the, the the sequel song, the Light in the Black song, which is a great song. And they actually wound up doing this like in concert earlier in the first when they're doing the first trade. Talk about this that they used to play. They played this song, Stargazer, with Light in the Black, and it was supposed to be on that live album that came out back in the back in the day. But but they cut it for some reason. I guess it didn't fit on there. Had, had those two tracks came come out on the album, that would have been one of the best live albums of all time. Period. And then they have the third album, which for some reason got released in the states under a different name. What's the uh, what's no, the third album? Long Live Rock and Roll. And then, but isn't that wasn't that the one that was released different with a different name in the states? Um, I don't like think LA, so. LA, LA something. No, no, LA Connections is the name of the song. And then no, it was a, it's Long Live. Is that rock the other album? Is that the other? I got the albums wrong. Yeah, this yeah, it's uh, it's it's Richard Blackmore's Rainbow, Rainbow Rising, and Long Live Rock and Roll. I, I don't rem- I don't recall it having a different uh, title. It might be one of the other albums. I'm not looking at them. I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I had all three of I had, and for the record, I had all three of those albums at one time. I was going to say free balling, but I guess that's not appropriate. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, riffing. I don't have my notes on. She had my notes up here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so long, uh, somewhere along the way, he meets Wendy at the, uh, the rainbow room, at the which rain- is at where the rainbow, uh, the rainbow he bar, prior. Rail, what is it called? Well, obviously, it's funny because the rainbow is actually named after the, the place, the, the Rainbow Bar and Grill. So, so he had met. I, I want to say he, maybe he didn't meet her before, but the um, yeah, he meets her working at there. He meets her working there. Does he meet her? Does does he does he meet her through Richie Blackmore? Are they are they there together? I think they Everybody might be there, there together. Yeah, they and showed that what, during the the documentary. Every, all the rock stars went there, and apparently, she was yeah. trying to, she was trying to make a name for herself, being an actress. They show that one little clip from Def Race 2000 with her and a, a young Sylvester Stallone in the background, like massaging people. Yeah, well, it's funny because she says, like, they, like, like uh, Stallone said he, he was working on a script that was going to be very, like, he's trying oh, to, like, yeah, yeah, which obviously is Rocky. I yeah, little do you know that he's not just some good looking dude. He actually does have something. 
You just know, think about it. You, you know, think about like seducer. To, exactly. That he's trying to get. He's like, hey, why do we why do we come out do you know do this audition for extra? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm actually a writer myself. <laughs> oh, wonder if that wonder if that worked. I wonder if like uh, they probably had sex. probably did. I mean, he's a good looking dude. I mean, even that scene they show him with the shirt off and he's like massaging. He he's a good looking dude. That's pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Ronnie gets fired by uh, Richie. And at the same time, um, Ozzy's left Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, Which, that's, that's, and that goes back to what I was talking about. Like, we don't really know why everybody's leaving these bands all of a sudden. We, you know, and also, you know, although I guess in Ozzy's case, we did kind of know because he had had several albums that were pretty awful. The art, you know, uh, the uh, technical ecstasy, and then never say die. Which I, never I, 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 yeah. I love. Never say die. That's one of my, yeah. one of my favorite. Everybody hates it. I love it though. <laughs> it has, it has uh, Johnny Blade. It has. Never say die is a great song. I like yeah. that album. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like, it's like a weird. It's like a odd. It's got that juniors. I love juniors. Who no juniors eyes about the, like the brother who died. I mean, that's, that's that's a great song. But for whatever reason, people hate that album. Yeah, I don't mind the album. Oh, no, I yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Whenever I even back in the day when I used to play it, they were like, "Oh my God, not this again, not not never say die." But I think the biggest thing they're saying is that with all with the common thread with all the musicians is the drug use. Oh, absolutely. If yeah. you're using drugs, you're going to get kicked out of the band. And I think they were saying with the when Tommy and Geezer were saying that uh, Ozzy was just like coke fueled, which, like which, everyone's. Which is so, which is so funny because even all these guys admitted Bill Ward, Iomi, Geezer, they all, they all, they were all coke heads. The only, the only non coke head was Dio. Yeah, he was the only one, and the only, and the, although they do relate a funny story in the book where, where somebody was given a prescription of, of uh, coke. Yeah, and then he, t- and then he took a, like the pill, and then he gets busted for it. <laughs> Yeah, he get, he gets busted because he doesn't have the prescription, and the other he guy has the, the prescription. prescription. He gets busted, <laughs> and then and then Wendy starts yelling at him like you like you 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 dumb mother effer like why did you like do you ruined everything? <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I guess it, I guess Ozzy was out of control and coke, oh, yeah, and like Tony yeah. and Geezer were like they they had they had it under control, man. <laughs> yeah, the rock. Yeah, I guess if you were a good rock, well, even Deal talks about that. If you were a good rock star, you could handle your booze and your, you know your your drugs, but if you were bad. It was over, you know. You just you couldn't perform. Well, it always seemed that Dio wasn't. I mean, Dio, Dio says it repeatedly through the book. It's not for. It's not for the. It's not for the money, oh, and yeah. without for the rock star status. Like we want to make me. I want to have a story to tell. I have a voice, and I want to connect with the people, with the fans, and that's a, right. a recurring thing in the book and the uh, doc. Where I guess he used to spend hours and hours and hours with the fans and signing autographs. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Like they'll be like he'll be talking to somebody, and everybody will be getting pissed. Yeah, and he, he and he was saying that Wendy would even get mad because like he would invite fans to dinner. Oh, like, yes. why don't we come down to the table? Why don't you come over here to the table? And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have some uh, we're gonna have some pasta right now. Uh, and so I guess that made him very likable to the fans, and I Absolutely. think that's he was yeah. trying to change the perception with Black Sabbath, and so he was he would make them say. Oh, they the hated that. Tony, Tony, Iommi, and uh, Geezer hated that because like, well, we got to be mystical. We're Black Sabbath, yeah, which kind of makes sense. They got that they had that persona. You know, so we have to be mystical, but Dio was handling all that. Like, oh no, let me go talk to the people. Uh, let's see, Tony and uh, and Dio meet at the Rainbow Room. They start working together. They start playing around with Children of the Sea, which arguably is probably one of the best Black Sabbath songs under uh, Dio. I love okay. that song. Yeah, it's a great you song. Know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
they're trying to figure out what's uh, what's happening with Ozzy. Ozzy's gone. They're uh, and so he's so in the uh, I believe it's in the documentary where where Dio starts using the uh, the horns, and he explains that uh, Ozzy had the peace sign. Right. And so I'm going to use the horns kind of as my signature, but it's similar to the peace sign because it is two fingers up and it's going to be right. like a transit. This is the, the passing of the baton. This, it's still Black Sabbath, but it's now uh, Dio's Dio and Black Sabbath and not Ozzy. Right, right. Man, and it's, it's funny because I, I guess I took it for, I mean, as a kid, we all we, we did the horns, but, you know, it's, it is, we kind of take it, take it for granted how big it would become and how much of a, you know, how much of the culture that it would, you know, and they even show like people, everybody doing it after. Everybody does that now. I, ju- I just popped the uh, pumpkin latte uh, chunk. Oh, yeah. I wanted that. I think I got a can of that. Okay. Man, it is, uh, it is starting to boom over here. I'm gonna move over. Let me move over a little bit. People don't want to take up all the, I'm at one bench that has like 10. You got, you got like everything? Yeah. I'm going to, I need to scoot over to make room. Be nice. All right. So I'm going to, let me uh, drink this prosette. Okay. Cheers. Let's see. I have three beers left. What do I have? Let's see what's up. Let's see what I have. What do I have here? Uh, let's see. I have a, it looks like a stout. Uh, this is other half. Uh, let's see. Snowbird six maple bacon maple bourbon barrel aged almond. Ooh. And then I can't read the rest of it. Oh, that sounds it's good. A, it's a double. Uh, it's an imperial stout. I can't see the ABV because I put my check mark across it. Probably, yeah. I'm going to guess a 12.3%. That sounds good. Sounds about Cheers. right. Cheers. it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Speaking oh. of that, did you, so you have your, you have the bottles on you right now? No, I haven't got picked those up yet. Oh, okay. This, I taste cinnamon. I taste uh, maybe, a, maybe a little bit of a toasted coconut. I can't nice. see the adjuncts on my uh, screen. Damn, they don't you do not play around. Damn. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be uh <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> I can hold my breath for a long, long time. Nice. I didn't I didn't realize Rudy Sarza was in uh, Dio at one point. He's in, he was in every band. He was literally in every band, like Ozzy, <laughs> Quiet Riot. Oh, Dio, really? I just remember Quiet Riot. Riot. No, he was in every band, yeah. But again, like he got fired, they like move, they just they just move around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh it? it's like musical chairs, like uh, like yeah. heavy metal musical chairs. Yep. You know, they, they they did talk about how there was loyalty with having a you know guitar player, but I don't know about that. You know, I feel like the bands were interchangeable. You know, yeah. it, it made me wonder like what what if Randy Rhodes would have taken off with Ozzy had he not died? You know, I, I could I could see Randy going to a different band too. You know, I mean, oh yeah. I well, especially if Ozzy was still out of control with the exactly. coke and alcohol. Although I think out. at that point, I think Ozzy was because I guess Sharon was trying to keep him more under control. Because even talk about how how Sharon was, uh, she's a, she's the daughter of a she was already a famous producer, like a guy who was so powerful, a, like mogul. Yeah, exactly, producer. everybody was afraid agent. of him. So she actually learned from him, and I guess Wendy kind of learned from. It was actually Wendy. I think it was Wendy's idea that like, hey, like I'm not Wendy. It was Sharon's idea. Like, hey, like why don't you? Uh, 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 join up with the uh, Aussies out. She might as well go try out over there. You know, or, you know, go, go look at those guys over there. It's kind of weird because Sharon, and, Sharon, and Wendy were friends, but Sharon hates Adia, right? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, I, I, don't thought, I, mean, I thought I thought she I like always mis- like 
I, I think it's always refer to him like derogatory, like a troll or I something don't like that. So. I don't think so. No. It's possible, but I, I don't think so. I think that was more like a childhood misconception because we'd always oh, formed okay. we'd always form the, the groups of who was better. You know, I, and I always joke about this, how Tony and I were like on the deal side and everybody else would be like on the Aussie side. So we get into constant like arguments and like have like a fight, you know, like, like, oh, you know, like, you know, so-and-so deals better and this. And then it'd be like, oh, no, Ozzy's like the leader of this. And, you know, we'd always get into fights about that. So they, they record the album Heaven and Hell uh, in 1980. And, right. and Wendy brings up that blouse. She's like, she goes in a blouse. She's like, Here, here's this white blouse. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I was like, hey, we got we to gotta bring back the, uh, the uh, medieval uh, blouse back with the, with the sleeves. Uh, with those like those big extended open uh, yeah, sleeves, yeah. that was more like a, that was more of a fem- that was more of a female thing, if I'm not mistaken. Because you, you see that like in the medieval dresses, like if you go to not medieval times, what's that place? A Renaissance fair? That's like I, I want to say that's a female thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you see, like, the dresses, like the yeah, let's blouses, see, the, like blouses versus shirts. Uh, the horned devil. He starts talking a little bit more about that, how that comes from the the grandma to war, war, ward off the yeah. evil spirits. He calls it the Malocchio. Is that what you call? It? Is that what you said? I think it is. But then I think when Wendy says it, she says Maloki. She takes. She removes like I think a letter or two in the in the name. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of different. Uh, they, yeah, there's a bunch of different uh, names that they use for it. But uh, I I always thought it was a variant on the I love you peace sign, but apparently no. it's not. It's it ward off uh, evil spirit from the grandma. There is a funny uh, scene where a guy, one of the reporters asks him, like, people say this means like, oh, it's like the devil thing. And then he goes, wait, and he tells Dio, what does it mean? Oh, it means you're going to hell. Like, you're going to be going to, so he's, he's obviously he's trolling him. But uh, Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so we, you talk about Bill, Bill Ward leaving the band, and I guess Bill Ward was super distraught that Ozzy was out. And yeah. so as a result of that, he wasn't enthusiastic about staying in Sabbath, so then he leaves. And then lo and behold, we have Vinny Apice, um, who is basically a local New Yorker, uh, much like Dio. So they hit off, but he's super, he's younger than everybody else, but they hit it off pretty well at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we, they, we get into the next album, The Mob Rules. Uh, I guess a stand, stand, bunch of standout cuts, including the title cut, um, Sign of the Southern Cross is probably another big hit from that. Which, which, do you have a, per, a preferential song from that album? Which one, the Marlboros? Yeah. Um. You know what's so weird about this? Dio makes mention that he's not going to do love songs. I think it's and I is it it's a uh, Richie Blackmore. I think that tells him about the love song stuff. And then Dio says, "I'm not going to write like love songs." But then he would write love songs for for uh, later on in his life and for for uh, Heaven and Hell. One of my favorite love songs that I think is on there is a uh, country or is it, no Wishing Well? I think is on there. Oh yeah. Or is it Country Girl? Country Girl, Wishing. Well, actually, both of those both of those country. are like our love songs. You know, Country Girl is one of my favorite songs, and obviously it's not a big song. But but I love that song though. Uh, let's see. Again, everyone's doing coke except for Dio, um, and then so so oddly enough, Dio only records two albums with Black Sabbath before yeah. he's out. Yeah. yeah. And then they, well, they, they, if you also <laughs> they do mention though, the funny thing about that is they find out that Dio's offered a solo like album, and then oh, that yeah. pisses off uh, Tony, and he's like, well, "Dude, what's going on here, man? What are you, what, are you playing the bail already?" Uh, well, they they talk about that thing we talked about uh, probably via text this week about the life evil the life evil. Oh album. man, I told you, all, all these for for years I mentioned that live evil is probably one of the worst live albums of all time. But ba- back in the day, I, I we had the I can't remember who owned it. It was either Tony or I. He had the hit the vinyl. I think I had the cassette tape. 
but man, it, you know, as a kid, and guess what the what the technology, it sounded fine. We loved it because it was just like, you know, it was the music. But when you listen to that now, it's impossible to listen to that. It's it's just it is so badly mixed. You can barely hear anything in the album. And then, but it's funny because they talk about like the 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 documentary kind of glosses over, whereas the book tells you a little bit more that that uh, Tony and uh, Geezer thought that Dia was going into the studio with Vinny and like remixing it and like lowering yeah. their instruments and like they, they and like they were going back and forth like I'm gonna lower it down and then they they lower each other's parts down. <laughs> so the so the so the rumor was that that so so they ran they were supposed to be in the mixing room at two o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, and Geezer and Tony didn't get there too much later. So the 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 mythology is that that Vinny and Dia would go in there in the afternoon and bump up the the drums. Yeah, the, the vocals, vocals and the drums would get, would get bumped up. But <laughs> it's true. Tommy... You listen to the whole thing. Everybody's kind of bumped down. Dio sounds like Dio, but everything sounds down tuned in. Like it sounds like it's filmed. It sounds like it's recorded in a toilet. I would say that for for live albums that sound really bad, it literally sounds like it's recorded in a to- toilet. There's no bass in there. There's no like everything is just so like low. Uh, and uh, and I I have the organ. I have the I own the vinyl. I bought it. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny ago. because like I said back in the day, we had that vinyl and it was fine when we played it on the 1980. What was it, 85 version or 84 version of a, a, a record player? You know, so, you know cheap. Obviously, it's like, you know, it's it's a, probably like a $20, you know, record player. Well, it sounds amazing coming out of the speakers. But nowadays, you listen to it, and it's just like, oh, man, it's it's awful. Even digitally, well, it's awful. Yeah, it's funny, because I think they did a remaster, like, in 2000. And it's still awful. It's, just, it's, still awful. <laughs> it's still awful. I guess the original, the original, for some, whatever happened, like, the probably the originals are gone, and so they're working with, I guess they don't have, like, a like a good working copy or master to, uh, to remaster. They don't have the original tracks, because yeah. they must not have the original tracks, so they can actually remix those. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, there's no improvement in that. Yeah, the, I, I will admit the remaster sounds just as bad as the original. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, oh, it's remastered. It's finally gonna sound good. Yeah. No, it's the same. <laughs> and it's in and, and it's probably it's a great album because it's, it's a great one album. of the few albums of, or one of the few recordings where you get to hear Dio singing the Aussie songs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you, I always tell the kids this: like you can tell, you can tell Dio doesn't really want to sing the Aussie songs, but he has yeah. to because it's Black Sabbath. I think so that was an inside wrote, joke back in the day too. He, he, he would do them live, but I think he, yeah, I don't think he, those weren't his songs. I mean, I mean yeah. he wrote the songs. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, the Aussie ones he didn't care for, but. He had to do them because it was, you know, it was Black Sabbath. So it's yeah. like, oh no, these are, sorry, you have to sing it now, Ronnie. Yeah, because of course you have to. How do you not sing the song Black Sabbath? You have to sing that song, exactly. but it's an Aussie song, right? Uh, and then NIB, I think, is on, on there. Well, then it's funny because they talk about this. The reason why those songs were written for Aussies because he didn't have great range. It was just basically, yeah. it was just letting him talk over it. But now you got a guy who can sing, and he now he's got to sing this, and he's like, oh, like what, like what is this? Like what do you like? Why do you guys want me to do this? Why? Yeah, and you can you can you can tell. I I at least I think that maybe because I know that's come the backstory. It's almost kind of like like he's phoning it in on, oh, yeah, on the yeah. uh, concert. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this, but I have to. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but it's it's funny because he's still powerful in there. But it's just like it's just to me, it just seems like nobody else like cares, and that's and I think that's because of the way it's mixed and it sounds like nobody just really cares. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Uh, let's see, and then ultimately, uh, they're 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 mixing what, what what's the uh so that's only the two albums because they're i guess they're in the, they're maybe mixing live evil maybe or mob rules and like they don't want dio in there it's just going to be like geezer and 
and Tony. Well, yeah, if and you then, remember the live evil on the on the credits, it says like produced oh, yeah. by Tony Tony Iommi and Geezer Butler, and then they changed Ronnie James Ronnie's name to Ronnie Dio, like in Ronnie Dio. <laughs> And that he obviously pissed. he takes he that as pissed. a slap in the face. He got pissed. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like I'm, I got my solo. I got my like I got my solo. I'm taking Vinny with me. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was pretty. That was, and again, it's like the spinal tap. Like we we shan't like we shan't work together again. Uh, let's see. So they put all their, so Wendy and Dio, you know, it's weird because they tell the story how throughout the, uh, the book, uh, that Dio and Wendy are paying their musicians. Well, they're taking, they're taking care of their, their staff, not only, yeah. not only the musicians, but the roadies, like they're, they're putting them up, they're renting houses for them. They're giving them a weekly allowance. And they're, according to them, they're taking, they're, they're taking really good care of them more than, than anyone took care of him back in the day. Because I don't think he didn't get any royalty checks. I think from Rainbow is that that yeah. That? After, and it wasn't until after his death that he that he finally started getting royalty. Jeez, and I mean he's co-writer on on probably all of that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, oh, let, go on the Rainbow. So, no, can I co? Yeah, yeah. He is co-writer. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why when Dio was able to do the songs after too. I mean, obviously you have to write to get the to get the credit. You know, to or to do the song live in concert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. So he starts to work on Holy Diver, uh, has to reform a band. He has to front the money. They, they basically, I think they re, uh, they remortgage the house yeah. to pay for everything. And, uh, and they're on, they're like on the brink of, uh, bankruptcy, financial bankruptcy. Mind you, he, he was a lead singer of two bands, right. And two successful bands, Rainbow yeah. and Black yeah. Sabbath. And like, yeah. is uh, on the brink of bankruptcy to trying to, uh, get the uh, the Dio brand, and then that's where he realizes he needs, he needs to switch it to Dio, and not uh, and not Ronnie James Dio. Like Dio is not the it's not the singer. Dio is going to refer to the the collective band, right? And then Wendy's going to manage full time. Right. That's uh, that's the Jimmy Bain joins up and uh, Vivian Campbell, who actually winds up being kind of a douche after because like yeah. he's like he's like a kid and he's like starry eyed and he's kind of like oh like I love you Dio, and then he just like. You know, and then he starts wanting more money. And like, yeah, where's my money? He's like Maury from Goodfellas. Like, where's my money? I, I want my money. Uh, and I guess there's that whole that whole thing where Dio made the arrangement, like, hey, we're putting up the we're putting all the money up for the first album. Wait till the third out. So allegedly, wait till oh, the yeah, third yeah. album, and then we'll start paying everyone a little yeah. bit better. But we got to get then, to there first. And then the deal, the video, of the deal, it actually shows him talking about that. Where he's like, "What did you do on the third album, Vivian?" He's like, "I didn't do anything." He's like, "Exactly." <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and, well, and that's the point. Like, who wrote the, who wrote all the stuff? Like, you. Yeah. Like, you where did, were you? Where were yeah. you when we were recording these? Uh, you know, where was yeah. your suggestions? Yeah. Where Where is the creative input? Like, I mean, he was out partying. Yeah. You know. And he's a younger guy too. So he was a young guy. He was young. Yeah. He's a young guy. You're the guitarist for Dio, uh, an influential metal band, and so I think that kind of ego comes along with that. You didn't have to like you know uh, break your chops like uh, like Dio did through you know I mean gosh, he did wind he he did wind up becoming a big guy because I remember him back in the day too I remember everybody liked him you know oh Vivian Campbell you know and you, you see him doing the solos and the videos and the shows it was like so he did make a name for himself but Dio could have also picked up Jakey Lee who I think went up, went on to do, become Ozzy's uh, 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 guitar player after so he you know he had oh, a yeah. chance to pick him up too so it's not like he you know he could have, he could have picked up anybody he wanted. It might be an excerpt from the book that Wendy says, like, hey, 
like uh, if he was that great, like what did he do after he left Dio? Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a little slap in the face. Like if you were if you were that good and that profound. Yeah, I don't remember what he did. I'm sure I'm sure he joined another band, but they probably weren't as big. Yeah, like what? Well, but how many hits were you a part of after you left Dio? Yeah, I, guess the, I guess the answer is zero. <laughs> The, also, something that they leave out in the documentary that's a part of uh, Wendy was also managing at the time too. She was managing a band called Rough Cut, so so she had actually had experience before she became Dio's uh, de facto uh, manager. Yeah, but she also it also says that uh, that uh, she worked on some of that stuff in Aussie. I mean, uh, Dio uh, produced some of that stuff. Oh yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. They, yeah. So they had kind of like a name brand, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. backing. Like, hey, Dio's managing the band. Hey, the, Dio wants Wendy, to do a song Wendy, like, like uh, Wendy wants to write a, co write a song, which is, but yeah, but, you know, that's cool. It's like, and you're like a rough cut, you're a relatively new band. Yes, let's get Dio. Yes. Yeah, this place is uh, getting packed to capacity at this point. What are we at? We're, we're at uh, 1 30 in the afternoon. Oh, the full house. No, it's 10 30. No, it's 10 30. <laughs> in Miami, it's 1 30. People are standing around. Uh, what area is that? What, what city are you in? Oh, you're Mi in oh, Miami. Miami, Duh. Miami, Miami, yeah. Duh. Miami, Florida. <laughs> is Miami like uh, like LA, where like are you looking downtown Miami, or is it like a county where it's like massive? I have and no idea where I'm at. Why would I know? Why would I know? Exactly. <laughs> that's like people who come to LA. Like downtown LA is LA, but it's not LA. It's like there's you know LA is massive with all the oh, counties in it. I have no idea where I'm at. I just took the lift. I just punched. I just pushed lift and like punching the address. <laughs> this might be some. Uh, this, this might be a little like touristy art district though, because you know how they have like the uh, the Star Wars murals on the Wakefield building. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're similar, not although not like Star Wars or Marvel, but there are murals all over the buildings around it, like within a three block oh. three block radius. So this might be like an art district, maybe. Yeah, I think I saw the. I think I saw the place. One of the streamers I watched, he was over there in that area. So he was walking through there. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's, it's some type of art district uh, okay. based on all the murals that I see in shops and there's people like touristy, okay. some like touristy will like walking the blocks. Well, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I did. I, I'm just lift. I just lift and drink. Don't ask me about the uh, only what you see. About the, like about only the what you local see. life. <laughs> I'm in and out. Located near the. Uh... I'm gonna pop it. Yeah, there's, there's got to be water around here somewhere. I think because like, the beach is not too far away. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. You're right. Wendy manages uh, the band forms, and then of course we have probably one of the more uh, uh, critical rock songs, um, "Rainbow in the Dark." Which come that's, on, that's that's, a, that's an interesting one too because it talks about how like. Now, I think this is on the documentary, not so much in the book, where it talks about how when they're writing Rainbow in the Dark, how, like, it doesn't have the uh, the keyboard, and it doesn't have the dun-dun-dun-dun. And, and then when, the, what's his face, uh, who, is it? Who, who recommends it? Is it Vivian or somebody recommends the keyboard? And then Dio's like, no, like, hell no. Like, hell no, we're not doing that in there. <laughs> and then when <laughs> and of course, history that, that synthesizer, that. yeah, the yeah, synthesizer dun, dun, makes dun, dun, the intro dun, dun, to that song, right? Yeah, but he actually, he wanted to do it without that. He was like, hell no, like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, in, a, in the documentary, Vinny pulls out those demo tapes, and I think there's a demo. Oh, of yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the keyboard. I think. Now, do you think you think he really act? He really has never heard, he hasn't heard those like in decades. I I, I I bet you he listens to those all the time. I'm like like, like I'm gonna call. Yeah, like he was like, I don't know what's on this. Yeah, you do. <laughs> let's listen to it. Yeah, let's listen to this. That was but cool because I mean, that, that that reminded me of um like uh back in the day like our cousin. I'm sure I mentioned this before. Back in the day, our cousin was a uh, 
was taught by the bass player from Lindsey Borden. And uh, and then before, like, I even knew who Lindsey Borden was, like, Danny had, had demo tapes from them. And then he gave them to us. I gave them to me. And then I would play them. And then I remember we used to, we used to listen to it in the van. We would sit there listening to Lizzie Borden even before they got, you know, big and famous. So, so it's one of those cool, like, I, I wish I still had them. I wish I could find them somewhere. Like, I probably threw it away a long time ago. Yeah, those are cool. Um, so we have that iconic uh, synth int- uh, intro. Dun, 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 I mean, come on, you know you know what song that is after like three oh, yeah. seconds of dun, 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 uh, listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you need that tune? Uh, let's see. Oh, then we have the, then there's that word uh, anecdote, which I probably a little unnecessary about uh, the the album cover of Holy Diver. No, but it's funny though. I have to, I have to admit those the, in the video has those little funny recreations that are for the most part pretty accurate, especially that one where they're talking about Black Sabbath and like the guys with the girlfriend, and he's like, "There's only one singer from Black Sabbath, and it's and it's Ozzy Osbourne." And I, I, literally, that's like us when we're kids. Like you know, when there's when there's one, you know, and so it goes back to we're talking about how certain members can't be replaced. And they, they listen to like that opening track, and they, I, I think it's what it's Holy Diver, right? not not Holy Diver. Um, it's uh, Heaven and Hell. And they start singing, and all of a sudden oh, yeah. they're going all crazy. Oh yeah, that, that's us. That's me as a kid. Yeah. Well, they talk about when they recorded Heaven and Hell. They knew they had. They knew they had a great album, but they were all. The deal was kind of. Uh, they didn't know if they were going to be accepted once they start touring, uh, as with him as a lead singer. And I think he basically kind of wins them over, because they are chanting in, in the crowd like oh, Ozzy, Ozzy, oh, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. after they hear like the music, then they're like, like oh, yeah, who? who, who <laughs> Or with the uh, with the uh, with the horns with the Malloy. Oh, the horns, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, they tell a story about the album cover, how the artist goes into the with the photographer and with the, and he goes into <laughs> the wild funny. chains. <laughs> like I'm drowning. Like he's like, hurry up and take the picture. I'm drowning. <laughs> the photographer has to pull him out. So he like you grab the chain and pull him out. You guys are gonna it's drown. Hilarious. That's funny. Uh, let's oh, see. Like, I, 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 I cracked another beer, by the way. What, what's what do you have there? Uh, Moonraker's uh, Chronic, something. Oh yeah, how's that? We we like Moonraker. I don't know. If we, I don't know. If we have them that often, but we like them. Yeah, yeah we haven't had them. It's been a while since we've had a, the Blue Chronic. Whatever. I assume that's a. I assume that's a marijuana reference. I'm not sure. Is that a hazy uh, IPA? I don't think so. It looks like a. I think it's a double IPA. I'm not sure if it's hazy. It's a, it's a West Coast. Um, it says Indian Pale Ale. That's it. What's the ABV in it? Seven point five. Okay, right. they're in. Uh, they're up north somewhere by Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, Auburn right. maybe somewhere around there. All right, right. cheers. I'm on that. Oh style. no, that's, oh no, that's West Coast style. West Coast. You get the uh, the funkiness. No, it's yes, definitely that West Coast. You get the yeah, danky. Yeah. Absolutely, the piney more the the piney resin. Don't forget, uh, next week we will be recording from uh, Berkeley, California uh, for the San Francisco Beer Week that is occurring next week. So I'll be at that uh, beer event next Saturday. Um, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw the lineup on that, though. The, the different days. Man, oh, the tor- a- Toronado? Yeah, the Toronado, yeah. I don't know if I, that's a super small place. I don't know if I can sneak in, in there and record and get out without being uh, too much of a uh, to do. I like how every, every day says planning, planning the younger. And then it has like all like the, like the various guests that are coming in. Oh yeah. You were talking about like the East coast, uh, the East coast. Yeah. Thing. yeah. What, what are they? That's other half. And, and yeah. Yeah. It's all those like, uh, you know, all those big heavy hitters. Uh, is it like, is it alchemist? 
Is that part of that? Oh, was it was it the was it the Alchemist one that I was that I pointed out? It was one of them I thought was cool. Like, oh yeah, I gotta go, you gotta do that one. Oh no, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was. It was a Hill Farmstead. Hill Farmstead, Alchemist. It was the North. That is Tornado. So this is this is the infamous Tornado in San Francisco. I think they had one in San Diego, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's shut down now due to COVID uh, stuff. Um, let's see. They have a New England night featuring. Oh, yes, that's, at the, that's at the New England night. Hill Farmstead, Alchemist, Allagash, Other Half, and Finback. Yeah, there you go. So that's yeah, a pretty that's impressive a, lineup. Yeah, that's a Unfortunately, one. I won't be there on that day. I'll, I'll be there on the Friday, though. That's a SoCal night. Oh, so, which, yeah, which, of yeah. course, like, uh, that's... Like, yeah, they're like Alvarado. Like, yeah, uh, no, SoCal. It's Southern Park with Dream Cheek, Rip, Bottle Logic, Homage, and Pure Project. Like, uh, I'm like, I, I'm going to go from, I'm going to go from LA to, uh, to the Bay Area to have stuff I can have in LA. LA, LA Bay Area to LA. Probably not going to do that one. Might just go set up a uh, Great Notion. Oh, I think Great Notion is doing some stuff too on that day. Oh yeah, because they're all yeah. Well, that's right. They got Berk- They got a Berkeley place now. That's right. Yeah, don't forget they're in Berkeley now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then Saturday's that beer event. So, which the beer event? The actual uh, Pliny event? No, it's at uh, it's at that Trumer Pills. It's at uh, California Craft Beer Association event. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, let's see where are we at in this story here uh, they talk they've they're they're doing the tour now for the holy diver oh yeah and they start talking about mtv because it's becoming a big thing oh, yeah. during this time and so they don't really mention that in the book videos. that much that's more of a visual for the for the the, the um for the for the document the tv series one as opposed to the book he doesn't really mention uh, uh mtv all that much oh you mean the book in the book, yeah, because he doesn't really talk about that. But yeah, obviously the video is the, the hot new thing now. Every videos of every it is right though. Every 30 minutes to every 15 to 30 minutes, you're seeing your favorite heavy metal. Heavy metal's taking off. It's off the charts now. Everywhere it's like, think about it. It's, it's even it's like seduced me now. Like we're a part of like Tony and I, you know, our friends are all a part of it. Now hair is getting longer, the jeans are getting tighter, the uh, you know, stuff like that. The the sh- we're all wearing the concert shirt, so it's really big. The you know. Yeah, and you know, it mentions like the 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 scenes changing, and we oh, have absolutely. like the uh, like the glam metal, like the Motley Crue's. Yeah, well, although that does come out a little bit, that does come out a little bit later. I mean, even though Motley Crue's old too, that first album, and and I guess that was I wouldn't see I wouldn't call that first one. Eh, I guess it was glam though, because they cause they did fall along the lines of uh, like New York Dolls and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm trying to lose you on their volume. I think they, I think they they made the music a little bit louder over here. <laughs> Uh, the captions aren't too bad, though. I, I can follow you. It's a little delay, but I can follow you on the captions. Uh, oh, it actually well. understands me. It must be like it must have like a it must have a lot of like uh, misspelled words or words that are incorrect. No, it, they do not. Really? I, I I think it saves the captions, so I can. Or actually, it probably should be on the recording. I can show you, oh. give you a link, so you can see. Uh, it's like the AI. It's it's learning. <laughs> it's learning. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I see. You see people coming out with boxes down of the those bottles. Oh, I should have bought more. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like Charlie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is gonna be. Oh well, it's gonna be like how many? How many bottles did you have? Like oh, like like two, two. <laughs> Not even two. I have one. Like one. No, I thought you got like four. I thought you got like four bottles. No, but like one of each. Oh yeah, one. Of, oh yeah, yeah, multiple. Yeah, because I think you're allowed to get like three or four of each bottle. Shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't put that on the plane though. I mean, at the end of the day, I got True. I got a limit. 
Are those five hundreds or seven fifties? I think they're five hundreds. I think they're five. They're five hundreds. Yeah. So, so do you yeah. want two of those four packs of the sour? They'll take, yeah, of course. Okay, because that's, that's taking a room. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's right. Because you still got to get the uh, funky Buddha stuff. Don't forget if that. I can, even if I can get that, just go to the store. Like, go to the store. Like, like go to like Whole Foods over there. That's easier said than done. You either do a, a search to, uh, you know. Yeah, the, the thing is finding the time to when am I going to do that? Like, I'm, after right. this, I'm done. I'm probably going to go. I'm jet lagged. I'm probably going to go to the, the hotel and fall asleep. There you Tomorrow's go. Tomorrow's a wash because I'm going to be at the fest. I think Sunday I'm leaving super late though. I think I'm leaving at 6 p.m. on Sunday. So okay. I might have All some right, time there. to do some shopping there. There you go. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. MTV, last okay. in line in the videos. So, so they got the director of Phantasm to direct yeah, the video. Don, yeah, Don Corsali, Don Corsali, I believe his name is. And so they do. They talk about how they're gonna they're gonna do the video for Last in Line with the the uh, with Mino uh, as the kid, <laughs> the kid uh, who we recognize almost immediately when that video came out. Uh, Jack Black's they feature Jack Black a bunch in the documentary. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then Jack Black talk, start talk, start talking about devil music, and then sure as s we see the we see uh, Jan and Paul oh. Crouch. That was funny. We were just talking about that. And in we fact, always talk about pulled, that. But they, but they even pulled up that one, that one scene, <laughs> like the stuff that we were talking about. <laughs> they, they, we always talk about that. And then for sure as ass, it pops up on this uh, documentary with the, the, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, how they would do the uh, the segments on uh, on heavy yeah. metal music played uh, played oh, backwards, or, or, revealed satanic messages. They pulled the one clip with the sun where he has like, listen to this, and it's like that. Here's to my sweet Satan, and it's like it's, we always talk about that. <laughs> is that the is that the Led Zeppelin song? Yeah, it's Led Zeppelin. It gets, like it's there's power in Satan. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's literally the uh, we we always talk about that clip. Is that stairway to heaven? I, I think it. Heaven. Yeah, stairway to heaven backwards. <laughs> oh man, that that does bring it's 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 weird because simultaneously scary yet chilling because as kids, yeah. well, I was younger than you, so like you listen I to never, like, oh dang, that's real. Yeah, but we always laugh. We always laughed at that, you know, that the uh, the the whole religious aspect about it. Tell yeah, us, it was you, like did, you did, you did. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah, yeah, you were because you were four years older than don't I you, was. Don't forget, I had that black Sabbath shirt with the that had like the little six 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 crystal ball, like uh, <laughs> like. Uh, he used to wear that to class. Like nobody said anything. The teachers never say anything. I just remember listening. Well, I remember watching that show, and the lights would be out, and it was like eleven o'clock at night, and it's like they, like there's power in Satan. Probably <laughs> had like uh, had nightmares uh, back then. Yeah, but you know what's so funny is they mentioned like uh, is it I think it's a deal that mentions like how the glam rock was messing up, like like men were impersonating women, which is funny because that became like the mantra like of Jimmy Swagger, like men impersonating women. And then like he says, like, yeah, you know what? They kind of messed up heavy metal, like men were impersonating women. And that's all like that. And, and they even say like, yeah, we were dressing up like girls like at the time. Uh, Who was that? that? Somebody's one of the, was it Sebastian Bach? I think might hit the, he says that I think. Cause, cause Sebastian's in there a lot too. In the, in the video. Yeah. And I think, he, I think he's on Coke when, during this interview. He's still in it. I thought or he was drunk, drunk. Well, it's he's, funny because he pulls out that he, he pulls out the Heaven and Hell, uh, the last album that he did, Dio did, and he starts like like singing like the the Bible Black song. It's, oh it's yeah. Kinda, oh, that's right. He has like a nice uh, vinyl uh, room yeah, in his yeah, house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. They talk about they talk about when the Dio logo upside down says devil, and then, like they're Satan. saying, yeah, that's made up. It's a like, Satan, the, I think. Yeah. No, the Dio logo upside down says devil. Oh, that's insane. Okay. And then there's, and then it's funny because there's like the comment, the, the the scrawled comment from the documentarian saying, "Yeah, like we see it, like it's there. Yeah, we see it. 
I saw it. For the for the record, I saw it. Yeah, I see it. Uh, and then they go into the We Are Stars uh, project, oh, which of yeah. course we're, we're we're as of late, I'm a big fan of that whole uh, video. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny uh, where they bring in basically after We're the World and uh, Band Aid, Dio said, "Hey, why don't we do that? You know, and bring in bring in all these people." And they actually talk about they actually talk about how how all of these guys had huge egos because you're bringing really the best of the best of heavy metal at the time. And everyone who was going there for a common cause, they didn't make any yeah. money off of it. They they were very humble, and they all they ultimately well, yeah. acknowledged Dio as like a, a rock god who was orchestrating this whole and coordinating this whole uh, effort to 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 raise money. A lot of intimidation, like I said, like the, like the Doc and Doc, who looks completely different now. Don Dokken, he doesn't even look the way he looked back when he was a kid or when he was young. He looks, like, I wouldn't even recognize him. He's like, oh yeah, I was scared. I was scared, you know, crapless when you know talking to him. Rockin' Dockin'. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that was what Dio says. Dockin'. <laughs> I think one of my funniest, I think one of the funniest parts of that is Rob Halford sings a part and Dio's not clearly not satisfied with it. And like he's making, he makes him do it again. Oh, remember that yeah. part? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, you, you do it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, they also interview Rob Halford a bunch for this as well. They show a bunch of excerpts of, uh, of him talking about Dio. <laughs> Rob, Rob says something funny. He goes like, Dio had like the dragons and the rainbows and I had like leather or the, you know, the studs and leather. And he goes like, 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 I, like I wanted the, I wanted the dragons and the rainbows. Like, for the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what, and he just makes it. And he says like, yeah, Dio was cooler for that. Like all I had yeah, was yeah. like leather and studs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's funny. Cause now when they do the live thing, the, uh, the live, he's not even wearing like leather. He's wearing like a spandex, like, like onesie for that. It's like that, like that weird lycra type, like, oh, yeah. Singlet he's wearing. Uh, let's see, hearing aid. Uh, uh, uh. So then Dio, Dio makes an uh, uh, analogy we often uh, talk about on the show. I think the, the and it's a Disneyland e ticket. And oh, then he makes yeah. a reference of it in the book and the, oh, the coupon. You mean the, the e coupon, as he calls it. <laughs> Is it, was, it, was, it, was that what they were called? Or were they called coupons or tickets? They weren't coupons because it was a big coupon book. Remember that you missed yeah, yeah, out the yeah. coupons. So I guess yeah. you're right. Technically, it was like a it was a coupon. Um, but he basically said he wanted all of his concert performances to to resemble that those e ticket rides, which were like the top notch rides uh, at Disneyland. Yeah. So you know he wanted you know, obviously with the with the fantasy and he obviously well read he read all of the fantasy and science also, fiction stuff. Also, the difference between the the Dio book and the documentary the Dio book ends with the uh, Sacred Heart. He talks about Sacred Heart and then it ends. And whereas the the TV the, goes a little bit further because obviously they could talk about you know the, the final. They don't even really talk too much about the final albums. In fact, I mean, that Vinnie Appice makes that joke and I mentioned earlier where he's like, okay, we had the Last in Line and then we had Sacred Heart and then think we had dream evil and then i have no idea it's like it's like i don't know i don't know what the other albums were <laughs> dot 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 i don't remember which, which, like, which, or, is, which is which is basically the way we looked at it too like yeah you know, it's very hard to remember and pull out those albums with the reception of the one song you know you know and, and then and then then he had the heaven and hell album that came out uh, uh what what the band like 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 they got back the nigel getting back with spinal tap uh album which i'm not really all that big of a fan of even to this day you know i, I try to listen to it every once in a while I still, I still don't really feel it as much. I think Magic is a better album than that, which came out in 2010. No, not 2010. 2000. Magic came out in 2000 when Heavy Metal was making its comeback again. That, I think that's that, that's probably still Dio's, one of Dio's last, you know, decent albums that has like that has that old school sound to it. 
yeah, I didn't even, I didn't I didn't go beyond the Dio. I didn't go beyond I didn't go to the Heaven and Hell newer yeah. stuff. I have no yeah. idea. What, what did they do? Two or three albums? No, the, the Heaven and Hell one album. That was it. And they were going to make oh, the second. Okay. He, he dies. Okay. Yeah. I thought they I thought they got back together for a couple albums. No, it was two. I think it came out in two thousand nine, and then they were supposed to make the next one, and then it was over. Two thousand ten. That's when Dio dies. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then Sacred Heart comes out, and this is the one where Vivian wants more money. Oh yeah. And so it's kind of a weird setup because I guess Vinny gets a, Vivian gets an attorney. Is it? I think is this a story? Yeah, Viv- yeah. Vivian gets the attorney, and the attorney calls Wendy and says, "Hey, he needs to get royalties, and he gets writing publishing publishing deal, basically upping the uh, the money. I want double the salary I'm getting." And you have five days to make a decision, or else he's not going to join the tour. Yeah. And so I guess somehow they get that's get spun around that he gets fired, and I guess from the from Wendy and Ronnie, their standpoint is, well, we didn't fire him. He gave us an ultimatum, and we just said skip, basically. Yeah, so he yeah. quit. And they'd already got they already got somebody else to fill a spot anyway. So he was he was done. Although it is interesting because Deal says that. You know, going through the my original process with Richie Blackmore, Tony Iommi, now I was them now because I'm that guy now where I have to make the decision and now you're out. Yeah. Finally, he has a say in what's going on. Right. And I guess he knew that was coming to a head because Vivian had always been talking about money, 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 more money, more money. Yeah. And I think I think Dio knew he had to deal with it at some point. And I think Dio was yeah. at a point right now where and they say it. The, the band's called Dio. It's not like it's not called Vivian. Yeah, this isn't uh, yeah, it's Spinal Tap, but this isn't Nigel. Come on. <laughs> so you know, Dio's right. Dio's putting the most work in. He should get. He literally should get the most money. That makes sense. How do you? How do you well, argue well, with that? That's that goes back to that line I was mentioning where we taught. We told Vivian like Vivian, where were you when we're recording? And he's not. He wasn't there. Like so, you just want to do like the guitar, but you're not even here putting any effort in. Um, so this is where the grunge uh, genre starts to uh, appear with Nirvana yeah. being at the forefront of grunge that. and new metal are starting to starting to make their uh, their rounds. And once grunge hits, everything changes. Like it's like stop the press. No other music exists besides besides grunge, and so everything else basically goes into the toilet. There's that and- funny scene where like. The, the the record producer like uh they're, they're throwing all like the the glam rock music into the box, and then you, and then the guy tells him even Dio even Dio got, went into the box and they see like the it was actually filmed pretty good we see like the like, I think it's whole one of the like, when the albums are being thrown into the the box. I'm gonna let's see go into another one of my pores here. I got two left. Let me see. This must be uh, the Jay Wakefield Brewing 8th Anniversary Lager. Okay. Uh, it's uh, American Light Lager. It's, I think I want to say it says 4.2% ABV. Wow. So light crisp. It's hot. It's, it's like good. Corona Premium. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's like 4%. When I'm, no, I'm talking about ABV wise, not the uh, not taste. I'm sure it's got, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's far taster than Corona. All right, let's see what else we got here. Grunge comes, Nirvana. Uh, and then we get, and then it kind of uh, jumps forward to the, uh, and, and so you're right. The books, the, the book starts out with a prologue of him playing at the Madison Square Garden. And, uh, and it ends way before the end of his career, the book. Right. When, when was the book written? Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure. I assume at the, 
Yeah, you don't say that. Do I even have? I don't, I don't have that. I don't Bear in mind that. that when I did the book, I had already read the book. So I, so I, so I, so I actually went back like to like the fifty percent to like to reread the ending part of it. But I, had, so I wasn't taking notes when I, re, I didn't when I read it because I didn't think we were going to do it. So yeah. Um, so the document, the documentary continues, and then we get to the Jack Black and Tenacious D uh, portion of this, which I had oh, yeah. seen some of that stuff on YouTube. I think I might have sent yeah. you some clips of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we saw those. We saw those already. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole thing where uh, where Dio makes an appearance in the Peak of Destiny, where a young uh, a young uh, Jack Black gets inspiration from Dio, uh, and so Dio goes in to record that portion of the song. And like, and it's funny because it, it's it, it's it's funnier in the doc than the clips that I sent you because in the in the doc, Dio comes with his own microphone, and oh, they're yeah. like, "No, we got we got like high end microphones. Like you don't need that." Well, he makes so a joke. The, it's funny because he makes a joke. We have we have the Sennheiser five thousand. The Sennheiser's the headset, the, the manufacturer. So I thought that was funny. I was like, What's Sennheiser five thousand? So he tries the first microphone and I guess blows it out. Like it, it can't capture the vocals. Yeah. So then they bring in the other mic that the studio that the home studio has. The Automatron six thousand, like the Automatron six thousand comes out. <laughs> And Dio's like, I, I, like I didn't want to tell you this, but yeah, those aren't going to work. You need, you need like my, that's why I bring my, my own microphone. Mic. Yeah. And then of course he, 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 he sings his part and you know blows them away. Of course. Uh, let's see. It's funny because they talk about the Guitar Hero and the. Oh way. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the guy's trying to play the Dio song on Guitar Hero, and like the kids, the kids beating him in the Guitar Hero. That, with that his makes own sense. I've seen that before where actual guitar players, just because you play a guitar, it doesn't mean you know how to play like to do the, the guitar hero thing. Yeah. Know? It's still pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Then this is, so this is what the book doesn't cover. And that's when Dio starts getting ill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you have that weird, uh, new, I don't know. I have no idea why they would do this segment on the news, but it's a segment oh, yeah. of him in the yeah. hospital getting treatment. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, that's something that if, if I saw that, I totally forgot about that. It is it is a very uh, detailed and relatively long segment of him in the hospital. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out, like why would uh, why would they do why would they do why, why would the Dios want to do this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. He has a tumor. Um, this is a touching moment where he gets the Golden God Award. Uh, and then we talk about the anger machines and he's, they're done recording the album. And then that's, oh, I guess yeah. he goes into the studio and says, Hey, I got like, I got one more song left in me. And then yeah. of course that's the, uh, the very poignant, uh, this is your life. Yeah. That's actually, that was actually done before, but they had that scene to the end of the movie, but the anger machines, I think come, came out in 90 something. So it was actually far before he had died, but it was just meant to show oh. you like, probably is like his quote, probably I would say arguably his last great song. So they so they added they add that in there. Yeah, it's it's and I you know again I had I don't think I had ever heard this song before to be honest with you, but quickly yeah, yeah. has a, it, an impact on listening to it and especially putting it into the context of his life from reading oh, yeah. the book. And, and also a completely different song on on that album. Like I said, like that album's starting to get that grunge song. It's got it's got that funk in there, and all of a sudden you got that in there. It's like wait a minute, what's going on? It's completely different from the rest of the album. And then, of course, unfortunately, he dies. And, and, and you know, he's dying and he's sick and, and they're talking to these people after the fact. And, and you know, and they're all emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, I guess it's a pretty touching moment to see that, that he's had this impact on their lives. 
Yeah. Over, over, I mean, how many decades are we talking about? Like the 60s, well, the 50s? Really? What, when yeah, is, uh, yeah. For me, pump? for me, deal was what probably got to be the late 70s when I, like I said, when I first heard Man of Silver Mountain. So for me, it's late 70s to, you know, to, 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 to now. So yeah, for a long time, he's been there. Yeah, but the, the Red Caps and the Prophets, was oh, that yeah, the yeah, 50s yeah. or the 60s? It's, well, there's a reason why Deal always, Deal was a pretty old, you know, he's an older guy. You could see it that even, even pre like cancer, he was already starting to look old, you know. We're talking about at least five decades worth of uh, music production. Yeah, and and he yeah. even talks about that in the book that he did. Get, I mean, he did start early, which made him older. So he's talking about like, I'm in my thirties already and I'm barely oh, starting yeah, to get yeah. traction yeah. and time's running out and I got to start, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, producing, you know, good, like, solid music so I can get, see my, the, the touching moment is for him seeing the, uh, his name on the marquee at Madison Square Garden. Right. And I think he played there with Sabbath before, but the, the the prologue in the book is like it's Dio. It's my like my name. It's not Sabbath. It's my name that's up there on the marquee. Right. right. And that was his time where uh, where he feels that he made it. And he makes a joke where like, yeah, when, when we're, I told Wendy to bring a camera, but she forgot the camera. Like I couldn't even get a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and you know, again, objectively, probably not the the best written book or best made documentary. I think since we're probably super fans, it was uh, oh, yeah, it was good yeah. for us to get all that additional information. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's, for me, it's more nostalgia. You know, yeah. and, and and getting some of the story. I think in the book, if I would have, if I would have wanted, I want to know more about the actual songs, the meanings. I think it even says like, I'm not going to talk about the meanings because you should know, like, you should already know, like, what they what they are. He he does explain some of the songs, but I I wanted to know more, like, you know. What, like what was going through his thought process in yeah, doing this? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where are we at here? It is one. It's two o'clock. What time did we start? About one thirty. I mean, yeah, it was about 30? twenty after. It was about so 12, like, twenty. Uh, after. An hour. An hour and a half. We need filler. <laughs> USC. Are you going to watch the fight tonight? I uh, I think so. But the funny thing about that is. I think there's only one fight that I recognize. And the main it's like fight. the main event. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm looking at the names and nobody really stands out other than the main event. It is a very weak card besides Volk versus uh, Makachev. Yeah. Did you see the face-off? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, Makachev is like massively taller than Volk. Oh, Volk, yeah, yeah. That's Volk's the joke. Up yeah, that's the whole joke. Yeah, yeah. That's a joke about it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not quite sure. I don't. I don't. You you think that Volkanov shouldn't even have a chance at this? But uh, they were I'm saying that. Volk. They, yeah, I'm taking Volk in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I I would. I didn't check the odds, but I think I'm taking Volk in this. I assume he's the underdog too. So uh, he's got to be the underdog. Uh, but but they were saying now that. Uh, when you look at them uh, in the boxing clips of them, that Volk looks smooth. And Mekachev does not look very uh, poised. Yeah. So if, if okay. it stands up, there, I guess. I mean, but God, Mekachev. It has to stand up because if it doesn't stand up, he's done. Volk. If Volk gets taken down, which obviously, uh, uh, Mekachev uh, wants to take him down. He, exactly. Once he gets him down, they said it's going to be over for him. So he, he needs to he needs to keep it upright, throw those bombs. Well, Mekachev was at least. I'm I'm not even exaggerating. At least eight inches taller than uh, Volk because Volk's a short guy too. He's like he's yeah. like a well, like yeah a, absolutely yeah he's like Gimli in a way he's like short like in like in like build. stocky stocky yeah yeah he's definitely got to be at least eight inches shorter and that reach has got to be at least six to seven inches hmm. so so Makachev might be a little clumsy and Volk may be faster 
But all Nagachev has to do is just like jump on top of him and flatten him out and, right, and just right. uh, and just smother him. Right. So, but I don't, yeah, there's another title fight, but I have no idea who those guys are. Yeah, I think it's Yair versus, yeah. Somebody older, Emmett, I think. I think it's oh, Emmett. yeah, that guy's old, right? He's old. He's an older guy. I mean, I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Should be like it should be like it should be like a half price event as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, really. Yeah, the only reason why it's pay per view is because it's the main. It's got a championship fight in it. Yeah, I, I it, did I. I'm not sure if I saw this as a joke or not. But is a uh, Edwards and Usman for next month on for next month? Did you see is that? It? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, supposedly Edwards Usman Part Three is happening in March. Hmm. I'm yeah, not sure if that was, I'm not sure if that was a fake or not, but I thought uh, it was meant to say he blew out his knees. I thought I read that somewhere. Oh, Usman? Yeah, that he blew out his knees. I, I don't. I think it was the interview or the article that wasn't he in the the the, uh, the Wakanda Forever? The Usman wasn't he in there? Was he? Uh, maybe I thought he was too busy doing uh, Wakanda Forever that, to be training. That's what I. That's what. Yeah, that, I, I I swear I saw that he said his knees were gone now. Huh. I just saw I just saw the advert for it, so I'm not sure if it was like on Instagram. So I'm not sure if it was uh, real or not. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do you have on here? So, what did you want to talk about with the we without remorse? The the, the book we're supposed to. Be oh, because yeah, we just start, yeah the the book we just started reading. I don't know if you you probably haven't gotten into it yet. Uh, I'm about uh, so I'm actually I'm only about three percent in. It's it's what about six hundred pages? A little bit longer than you said long. three. You said three percent. Yeah, I'm three percent in. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you just started the first few. Yeah, chapters. I just started reading because bear in mind I went back for the uh, the deal book to fin- to yeah. reread the last fifty yeah. percent. So, I went so we did that. Wheel of Time for um for uh, a novel, but then we realized that that was actually part two in the series series. So we decided to go back to the first book, and that's what this uh, without remorse. I'll tell and you, I guess it. I'll right? tell you one thing. I'm already confused, like in the book, like it just because the characters. It almost seems like I need to know who the characters are, and I because they, they kind of just put them right out in up front. You're like, oh, you got this guy, you got Kelly. I don't. Who are these guys? Who are these people? I have no idea who they are. And it's and it's jumping around too. I don't like jumping. that jumping around. Starts stuff. off like starts stop off jumping with around. an operations team. They're like blowing up like a like a what is it? What do they call derelicts? What do you call those like oil things, rigs in the ocean? You're right. It's like there's like some kind of team. They're doing this, and then it goes to the wife, Callie's wife, and then yeah. it's like it's like, huh? What's going on here? Yeah, stop jumping around and stick to one storyline. Yeah, and introduce it. the character. Yeah. And then it has like the well, and then it has the other scene with the uh, with the jet fighters, the jet fighters and the Sams, and they get shot down. So it's like, wait a minute, like who's all these? Who are all these characters? Yeah, it's already. It's already. I'm already confused in the first like three chapters. I'm confused too. Yeah. Exactly. I'm confused. <laughs> That's the first book, so. You know, if it would be the second book, I, I would think it would, I would understand more because the character's already been established. But I'm like, wait a minute, this is the first book. Aren't you going to establish the character first? Yeah, I, I was already confused. Uh, let's see. Are we do? Are we ever going to do this Cicerone thing? I think so. I think so. I think I think that's going to. Yeah. Well, why don't Why don't we skip? Uh, why don't we push back with that remorse and focus on Cicerone? I want to oh, take okay. that. Te- I want to take that test. All right. All right. I All feel right. like our I feel like our beer knowledge has increased over the past year. I got two hands. All right. Why don't we do? Why don't we do? Well, I'm going to send you a, a, a timeline and the because oh, they have okay. the syllabus, they have the outline. Yeah. Of what's on the okay. exam? All right. I'm going to send you a, the outline and a timeline, and let's take the yeah. damn test. I want to say All like, right. oh, look at me, I'm sister, I'm sister room. Does that really mean anything though? No. <laughs> Yeah, because like I said, like the one streamer friends, all he's always saying like, oh, like this is great. Like, he's a Cicerone. 
And I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh yeah, you're the you're the expert. I'm like, no, no, come on, man. I think but, I but, think uh, I, I definitely think it's 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 a status thing. Not very many people have them. But it, the other thing is, in a in an industry like beer, do people care? Exactly. Nobody gets up. I mean, everyone care. Like, it's, it's imagine you're at a beer thing event with other people. Oh, are you going to tell somebody? Oh, I'm a Cicero. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to go like so, so, like so. For our level, it would be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cicero. I'm like, take that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but they would be like, if you're talking down to somebody else who's not doesn't know yeah. about beer, I guess it means something. But everybody else around you who drinks beer, they'd be like, so. You, you so. know what? You, you know what I should do during that uh, craft beer week thing? Go ask them like, what do you what do you think of this sort of occasion? Oh, yeah, what do, you guys, do you think it's a do you think it's cool or do you think it's just like a waste? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure most of them probably think oh, it's not important. Add that add that question for for future. Uh, 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 questions when you ask the the, the brewers oh, and stuff for like the that. see what they think about yeah. It. yeah 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 we got green cheek coming up probably in about a week yeah make that like the question number 21 how like, many, evan, how many evan are you a uh, are you like are you cicero yeah, do you like, care about four? this and do you care about it or is it or do you or do you laugh at it yeah if i read about my little mini recorder i could ask people at wake oh, fest yeah. uh tomorrow and say hey yeah. like is this is this uh I think I would ask the brewers, or like the owners and brewers more so. That the, the average person there is going to tell you, like, it's silly. It's a silly thing. Isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm going to break it down, kind of a, a, a do an analogy for, like, the, the, the food industry. Is that the difference between, like, a line cook and an executive chef? No. No. Well, no? depending on how many levels you go. Level one's just like, it's not even that bad. I don't oh, right, yeah, that's a server. That's a free server. No, I mean, right, right. mean level four. I mean, oh, no, four. level four, yeah. Level four shows you that you have hands-on experience. So, yeah, that's actually, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's different now. Yeah. That's different. So, we're, we're, so we're going to jump back into the Cicerone thing. All right, all right. I'm yeah, we'll, we'll put this uh, book aside for a little bit. It's too, it's too long. It's too long. I'll have to change my username, like my Twitch username to Cic yeah. like Cicerone. Yeah. Like, uh, Cicerone <laughs> 1. Yeah. All right, we're about, uh, all right. what, an hour and a half? Wow. Yeah, so, so, but, for me, for me, softball season, college softball starts. So I'm, I'm going to be watching that for like the next past two months, or next, you know, two months. There you go. So I'm. Uh, so we'll figure out what the agenda is for next. I don't think there's any more Oscar. I don't. Think we're going to get to any more Oscar pictures. We're yeah. going to be short three. Okay. Um. So we will talk about this round. We'll have to figure out what the next agenda is. Are, are we doing Last of Us episode five? Yeah, I'm. I'm still in. I'm. Like I said, give give it one more. I'm probably going to be okay. in for the whole season. So, so that yeah. that airs tonight. If you want to uh, jump on that one, okay. I okay. might watch it tonight. All right. Okay. This has been Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.